Well, now it's starting. Yep, we're starting now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Anyway, so hi, hi guys. This is the uh, the game crowd. We're we're we're, we're back. I think I've just lost the words because everyone threw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, professional uh, intros as yeah, always. Yeah, uh, name of the. Sorry, I couldn't help it. You know why? Because you were like counting down. You were going five, four, three, yeah. two, one. And after a counting, you have to say something. Well, five, four, three, two, one. You just go, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So either people say go if you're mm. racing, or and I just said Happy New Year. So <laughs> it needed something of that ilk, didn't it? It needed like Happy New Year or Happy Birthday. Well, well, anyway, guys, this is the game crowd, and this is our special uh, uh, podcast for the next generation consoles because we've got both of the consoles. Yeah, we're, we're fortunate enough to. Yeah. Raj, Raj and Rubes have a PlayStation Five, and I've been fortunate enough to get an Xbox Series X. Fantastic! So, yeah, we've had anyway. a little bit of time to absorb playing them and sort of getting to grips with them a little bit. So, we're hoping to talk about that. Yeah. So just a. Uh, just a little introduction on what's going to be ha- what we're going to be doing today. It's slightly different, not not about much. We're just talking talking about what what's gone on, uh, and most of it I think is going to be our experiences with buying the console itself. Mm. And after that, <laughs> probably do a top five games of last generation. Um, if we if you remember that now, <laughs> oh. yes, I've got the notes. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Yeah, top five, and then we'll uh, after that we'll uh, the last section will what what we played and just ha- wrap up the new consoles and what we think of them. Is that okay, guys? Yeah, that's good. I've got top five, but I've got fine, yeah. but I have got a number of games yeah. that I have played. But so, cool. do you want to start off? Or how's your how's your time been since we last spoke? Right. Well, I've been so busy. Um, I haven't had much time for gaming. I have gamed, so I will talk about that in the gaming bit. But I've been busy with your music video, working mm-hmm. with you, uh, for you, <laughs> in the same house as you. Do, so we've been doing our day jobs, so speech therapy job, which has been extended. Yay. Nice. Uh, and yeah, um, just then after that, been working for doing Rod's music video. So um, yeah, can't really say much more than that, to be honest. Um, yeah. so- the music video. I know you've worked so hard on the first video. Is that right? I mean, you're 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 working on the second one now, right? One second now. Let me switch. That Ruby's on. just got to do the oven. Sorry, we're cooking at the same. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, sec, listeners, she's coming back. Yeah. So we we I just talk a bit about the music video. So we've done we're, since I don't know since we last spoke. We released our first single, which today just debuted at number five in the Simply Bangra. Uh, charts that's uh, incredible as a new entry yeah so pretty cool we'll talk about that in a second let ruby carry on okay yeah. yes i'm back so guys sorry about that i'm making sticky ribs rice and ribs and uh yeah you've got to basically 20 minutes in the oven kind of <laughs> yeah yeah so that kind of thing. anyway um so yeah um week's been great so um yeah that was a nine month animation video and that's done well, isn't it, Raj? It's gone to 20... Yeah, that's almost that's over 15,000 views now. That's it, yeah. That is incredible. It is mad, isn't it? And that is nuts. The thing that you guys alone have achieved that. I mean, no studio behind you, no sort of uh, industry backing in that sense. You guys just off your own back have achieved that. So I think, I think that's incredible. 
he's mad. I was saying to Raj earlier, like, I wasn't anticipating we'd... I mean, like, we, he enjoys making the music video, doing this whole thing, but I didn't anticipate it going that far. And mm. uh, so since then, it's kind of like we picked up lots of traction. We thought, do you know what? Let's get on with it, really. Let's not, let's not go, ah, you know, we done, you know, let, let's mm. just think, okay, let's carry on now. We're working on Raj's next remix, um, of the same track, Zorn, and um, this time it's all footage and it's collecting footage from people. So my week's been random because um, the concept of our video for the remix is that we're going to get people to show that they can what they can do during lockdown, which is to enjoy music. You know, mm-hmm. like otherwise we always hear that oh, lockdown's happened, can't do this, can't do that, can't do that. So mm-hmm. we thought, let's get. We can't film anybody. We can't do much. So let's tell everyone to send clips in of them lip-syncing and also enjoying the music in their natural settings. So they could be cooking, they could be doing the hoover, they could be playing with their dogs, dancing with their kids, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, that's interesting, right? So we've contacted our family. They responded. We contacted people in the community, like Rod's Barbers today. They responded well. We've contacted people in reality TV and we've actually had one person respond. Would you believe it or not? Wow, that's mad. Yeah, and then you know what? I did. I went a bit further, right? So have any of you guys seen that Louis Vuitton advert on, on your Instagram where, you know, there's this very, very pretty dude. There's um, Alicia Vikander. Then there's this artist, I forget her name. And, you know, they're all doing this kind of sway-type movement while showcasing the Louis Vuitton jewellery. Have you guys seen that? I think I I might get uh, different targeted ads to you, Rubes. (laughs) Maybe, yeah, okay. Anyway, so I get these, like, you know, these these very pretty Louis Vuitton-type ads, right? And I can't afford anything from that shop, but it's quite nice to see. And there's this one guy, right, and he's very, like, you know, he looks very, like, chiseled. Like, you know, somebody made him out of a Greek statue and then life just got breathed into him. (laughs) Yeah, you guys look like that. Um, Anyway, right? So, so anyway, right? This guy, so I look, I I thought, okay, you're very, very pretty. Let me look you up. Pretty. That's an insult. It is. I hate to be be described as pretty. Not that there's any danger of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's he's a ballet dancer. He's like up there, you know, a very masculine looking ballet dancer. Anyway, so (laughs) he's Hugo Marchand. So, guess what I did? So I thought, okay, we've got a family, we've got a local community, we got a we got a reality TV celeb. Let's see if I can get him. And you know what? I did contact him. I I, I contacted on Instagram, saying, "Excuse me, Mr. Marchand, we're very small time. We've had quite a bit of success with our first video, Zora, which is animated, but we're making a real life one. Here's the concept. Do you want to be in it?" And um, I don't. Ex- I didn't expect him to get back to me, but you know what? He actually got back to me. Wow, man, that's crazy. You know what I mean? You expect these big guys to like not even pay attention. But he actually said in such a polite way, he said, um, your project sounds exciting, but I've got so much on. I hope you find someone else. Love, Hugo. That's cool, man. That's that's very classy. Exactly. And you know what? I can, I can imagine, right? Our, our project, like, you know, imagine. So he's this world-class ballet dancer showcasing Louis Vuitton. And that's like, mm. we're like a ragtag couple the <laughs> remix videos which are you know electronic and slightly r&b in this case and um 
of course it's not his scene, right? Of course it's not in, you know, going to do him any favors. And of course it's not like a look he's probably going for. So he politely just said, I've got a lot on, which is, he probably mm-hmm. does have a lot on, right? That's fair. Yeah. And you know what? It's just the fact that I, I was like, you know, when you just think, oh, I'm one of those people that will never get funny about celebrities. Yeah. The fact that he even responded, I was like, oh my gosh, you made my day. Thank you. That's the thing. I would have thought like he'd have some soulless sort of uh, marketing agency who vetted all his social media messages and stuff. But the fact that he responded, like, that's pretty cool of him. Maybe he does. Maybe he has like a pretend voice or pretend Instagram. (laughs) Maybe. He's that big, right? So anyway, um, yeah. So, I mean, the fact that he even like, you know, so I was like, thank you so much for your response. Mr. Marchand, it's really made my day, and uh, I will definitely watch you in the ballet when I can because I've never paid attention to ballet before, that kind of thing. But I definitely will now, you know. Mm, sure, yeah, yeah. And, and then cool. he, even, he even hearted my response, which made me go, Oh my god, again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I think he's attractive, he's very pretty. It's just that I think, Wow, you're up there in celeb land, you know what I mean? Mm, you're yeah, like yeah. the clowns as far as I'm concerned. Still sort of humble enough to interact with us normies. Exactly, yeah. So I thought, you know, that that's really the highlight of my week. Other than that, um, I can't really say anything else that tops that, to be honest. <laughs> right, how's your week been? Yeah, well, that week, um, uh, is it, so how long has it been since? Uh, it's been more Three than weeks, two, I think, three weeks since two. we last spoke. Yeah, so... Um, as I said, we're doing a music project. So the music project has gone really well. We did a, we released the first video, and today we're we've been picking a lot of uh, a lot of traction on SoundCloud. So uh, that's really helped us with SoundCloud, and that's got us up the charts in um, the Simply Bangra uh, charts. And we've actually done better than Apache Indian. So that's like a massive achievement, I think. Yeah, because Apache Indian like such an amazing artist. He's a legend. He's a legend, and he's like a global artist. So we've done better. We've done better in terms of our release for his yes. music, our latest. Yes, like, latest. Like, yeah. like, I'm not saying we're. Yeah, we're nowhere near Apache. Oh no, you're not saying that. But I mean, like Raj, you and I, we've performed at his bar and stuff like that, and we've seen his like uh, hit collection on his wall or platinum discs and stuff. So the fact that you, you're in the same chart as him. So, he's nuts. <laughs> he's such a nice guy, Apache Indian. He's like, he now, we met him. He's really down to earth, really top blog. Yeah, no, he's very really revolutionary, though. You know that, like, you know how he thought how putting Punjabi music with reggae together, the way he did to fuse it like that. That's really original, don't you think? Mm, yeah. Like, um, you know, yeah. Go on. Well, I, I mean, I think he's a he's a product of where he was raised, I, because obviously Punjabi background, but living in sort of Handsworth and Birmingham probably exposed to a lot of Afro-Caribbean people and their music and their culture so uh but yeah I mean I don't know if he was the first to do it but he did it that well that he's just gone around the world like a hundred times with it so <laughs> yeah he's uh definitely deserves a lot of credit definitely but um yeah so that was that uh music's done really well and moving on from there I um we I had a whole problem with getting. Um, I'm going to tell the story from the start. I don't know whether. Did I tell the story last time of how I got my pre order with, with Game? I think I did, didn't I? So I'm not going to go into that bit. Yeah, you did. Both yeah. of you really went off, off on one about how games <laughs> were horrible. In, like you guys were doing that monthly payment thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. 
Well, that, that, that was a bit rubbish. And for some reason, uh, since then, I tried to get the Xbox. Even last week, I tried. And what's happened with the X Series X is that it keeps, even though I'm paying with Klarna, I've always paid early as well with Klarna. That's the thing. And I, I don't know when do do credit. And my credit rating's pretty high. I've got a declined credit rating, so I can't get it. And it's a hard so annoying. search. Yeah, so it's really, and even though like, I've been paying for, for over a year now with, with Klarna. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense. So I got, didn't tell you why you got. No, I just got fed up. Yeah, I, to be honest, I got fed up. But mm. yeah, I didn't get that. But the PlayStation, uh, that uh, that was a sort of a, 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 a mad thing as well. That was, whereas uh, so you can get get a mad, mad thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the Hansworth's coming out. You can take the boy out of Hansworth, but you can't yeah. take the Hansworth out of the boy. <laughs> Mr. Indian, if you're listening, you can see these two lads are from your neck of the woods. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so game, this is a Thursday before the UK release, uh, the, a week before the UK release. I had an email from game that we're dispatching your order. Uh, we're going to dispatch your order. We take the money out. Let's take the money out. Got the email that everything's going through. But when I, when I initially ordered the um, PlayStation 5 in September, I put my address properly, like that where where I live now. Uh, I put, put my address, but we've got another house which we used to rent. Uh, so sorry, which we used to live in, but now we rent. So that's that was my old house. But my game uh, account was for my old house, and so what I did, I merged both <coughs> accounts when I when I when I pre-ordered it because I wanted the credit, you know, because it's like a six pound, uh, uh, five six pound of um, uh, money back you get. From there, so I wanted that, so I merged both the accounts. So they emailed me this, a week before launch, and they've said that okay, we're launching. And when I looked at the address, it was my old address. So it defaulted to you when it merged, it defaulted to your other address, even though I put this is my delivery address. What ah, I so no, I remember you guys telling me this, but look, so what happened with it? Yeah, so I so I emailed them, said hi guys, um, this is the situation. Um, could you change my address, please, and uh, my delivery address as well, please? And also, I also emailed, not email, sorry, went to the website and I uh, logged a ticket with them. Mm. And I also tweet messages to them as well, you know, their, their customer, their game, uh, what's it called, game help? The Twitter, yeah. Yeah, also messages to them as well. So I waited Friday. Fair enough, it's probably nothing, you know, give them a few days at least, you know. It's, it's sure. Gonna, and at the same time, I went on my web, or I went on my game account. I made sure the default account because I checked out my default account for some reason. My new address was the de the default address. Mm. I, I'm sorry, my old address was the default address. Okay, right. Well, oh, this is not right. So I changed it to the new. So I, they've had all that time and whatnot. Mm. Oh, on Monday, still not So I, mess I started messaging them again. I says, guys, this is getting a bit worrying now that it's going to be sent to my old address. So nothing at all. No response, no acknowledgement that they've received my message. Absolutely nothing at all. Mm. And come Thursday, I'm getting really worried. I thought, I've got to, I've got to we're, we're, sorry, uh, on Wednesday, they sent me an email. It's your your orders and dispatched to the wrong address, though. Oh, are you kidding? So you got an email to say it's been dispatched, but that it was going to the, the different address? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, man, such a pain. And like... They? they acknowledge that it's not the address he wanted to. yeah and what they said afterwards is um what they said afterwards is uh, so, so on thursday they, uh, they messaged me saying that um 
oh, we're sorry about this because it was uh, COVID and all the pre-orders we were extremely busy. And could you liaise with the with your old address, people live at your old address, and <laughs> and uh, get uh, wow. some sort of arrangement with them? You're kidding me. That That's, is nuts. That was the response. And I thought, that is terrible. You think if John Lewis or Amazon or any other company would be like, right, it, it would be their responsibility. What if our old address was somewhere like in Swanage? Or, or Scotland or something, you know? Yeah. Like Australia, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, or what if the old address is full of people that would have just taken the play, PlayStation and sold it on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. What, what, what could we have done about it? That is nuts. I can't believe they'd say that. Exactly. Yeah. So absolutely terrible experience with a with the uh, game. Uh, I would not recommend them <laughs> under any circumstances. Yeah, same. But yeah. you know the problem is though, guys. Even though you say that, your people are gonna go back and you know when people get desperate for the next console or next mm. whatever, people are still gonna go to them. I think. I mean, if I may, like, because well, the the offer that we sort of went with, we didn't have to do with game. It's just that. Uh, I, I heard about it from game first, so that's why I signed up with it. But actually, all the other toy shops, um, you could do it online, you could do it with Microsoft directly. So there were actually a lot of choices, but it's just that um, we heard about this deal and we jumped on it quickly, uh, this all access. Um, so I think in the future, if they do something like this again, I think more people would be aware that you can actually get it from other uh, suppliers, other shops. That is true. There were only two suppliers that did it at the time now. It was oh. Smith's and Game. Right, that okay. Approved by Microsoft. Those are the only two approved by Microsoft. But to be honest, I don't think Game is going to last that long. No, I, the high street shop. What I mean is, like, you know how everyone gets desperate to buy this yeah. stuff? It's like they don't have to bother with their customer service. Yes. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's definitely. to a certain extent. But Game, like a few years back, they were already having problems. Right. You know, and um, they, they, I think they were on the verge of collapse a few years back, which but they managed to override that. Because if you notice, in their in their shops now, they started to do second-hand goods and mobile phones and things mm -hmm. like that. I think that was in response to that to increase their income. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they were because they were having quite a few problems. But uh, I mean, I the customer service like that, I don't I don't see them lasting very long. What incentive is there for anyone to to use their shop? Like exactly. it's already they're already up against it in terms of digital sales and just the ease of you know people are CD keys where you can just buy a code for for a massive discount. Exactly. Um, why would you go? Yeah, unless you you know, and even then you can buy like the the physical copy of the game from somewhere like Amazon for cheaper anyway. So yeah, yeah. And, and you don't have to deal with their terrible customer service. So even in the shop, right? I remember once going in, and um, I mean not in a bad way, right? A lot of their customer service assistants look really nerdy, which is not, you know, like... <laughs> no, 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 you know what I mean? Like, they fit the, they fit the gaming stereotype, you know? Like, of not looking particularly healthy and just pretty nerdy, you know? Well, okay, fair enough. I've got no problem with nerdy-looking people. You know, I, I can be nerdy as well. But it's like... That, like, I remember going up to one of the sales assistants and saying, oh, I'd love to have the Sega Mega Drive the mini version. And he was like, oh, well, it really snotty nose. No, it's not really available. I was like, well, yeah, it is. It's available down the road. And I was like, oh, oh, right. Tell me, remember that that one. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, then, I, I really hate that sort of thing as well. Like, 
and I, I feel like game were the worst for that. Like, um, you know, if like I would always say, if you're a parent and you don't know about games, don't go to game because they'll flog you anything. Like, I mean, this guy was really like, okay, I don't claim to be a hardcore game. I enjoy games up to how I do, but you know, you two are really hardcore compared to me. You know, but it's like I walked in saying, okay, I knew what I wanted, knew it was available, and I just simply asked for it. It's just that attitude. Like, mm. well, actually, you know. Mine's just someone, isn't it? No, no, no. You're, you're, like, <laughs> you're like a actually. No, no, but it's just they're really, they're, we're really smug and, you know, this is where we know more about this world and, you know, you're mm. an outsider. And, and, you, I, I, and you're a woman as well. Probably, yeah. He was he was a young lad and just very peaceful face. <laughs> that is all. Yeah, you know, Reminds you of the guy in uh, in Simpsons. You know the the, the guy who was always working the, the, the young teenager guy. guy with the voice almost broken. Yeah, yeah and he's oh, always... right, yeah, squeaky voice. Yeah, yeah. What is his name now? You're like the encyclopedia. His, his name is Squeaky Voice Teen. Um, yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah, him. Right. So okay, I really what I think I was. I was I, I was really taken aback by the fact that this guy had the confidence because he was very pizza faced and you know you think that is so hard. the fact that he had the confidence to go actually and I'm like well actually back yeah um, I mean there's no need for that is there like just but I think gaming has always been quite niche and maybe within his circle of gaming he wouldn't have to vet that question but I just think a bit of training is necessary there. Like, uh, if someone comes into the store and doesn't know something, who cares? Like, just help them with it. Like, exactly. They've got no social skills or interpersonal skills in that shop. I mean, well, this is the one in Solihull. So, if you're listening and you work at Game and you work in Solihull, you really should um, <laughs> do some other social things. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> You tell them, Roots. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to give them I don't want to say you should get a knife because that doesn't mean anything or you should whatever. But I just want to tell them, go out and be more social. You will learn. <laughs> to be honest, no, I, I do. I know you. What the point you're making, and I, I actually empathise because I feel the same. I don't. I don't like going into game in particular. Uh, I just feel like theirs is the inner circle, and I'm just a bit of an outsider. Uh, you know, if you if you don't play like their specific games. Like then, yeah. you're not a proper gamer, and you're not really welcome. Uh, maybe that's harsh, but that's just the vibe I get. I don't know. Yeah, not a proper gamer. Man. It's like Mean Girls for gaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th there is a lot of that in gaming, I think. But I mean, any sort of niche hobby or interest, I think, has that. You always get the gatekeepers, people who are like, this is our thing. It's not your thing. Oh, but, honestly. Yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, obviously, I mean, you've played games since you were a kid. I know we've talked about like some of the stuff you used to play when you were younger, which was, you know, you've probably played games for longer than that squeaky voice team that you met. So I probably lived longer. Sorry, just gonna sort the sort the uh, up and out one day. Yeah, so that was my experience with game. As 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 we're saying now, it's uh, it's atrocious, really. I think that's the best word for it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, if I was dishonest, what I could have done now. Is picked up the game, picked up the thing. Is well, I haven't received it. I don't know who signed for it. Uh, yeah, true. Sure. Can you chase it up for me? Who's yeah. got it? You know, I haven't received it. I, I, I could actually took that, uh, took it home. No, I haven't received it. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Sent to the wrong address. I mean, I mean, I've given you a week. Mm. What to be dishonest about it? And you know what? You heard about that news article how people have been hijacking um, 
the game consoles and filling the boxes with rice or something like that. Yeah, I heard this, yeah. Exactly. So we could have easily said that, saying, oh, yeah, we got a box of rice and or, or get the game. So obviously someone's hijacked it and given someone else rice. I don't know. I, I just think like that is such a heartbreaking thing to do. Imagine delivering a box of rice in a PlayStation 5 box. Like, it, it's so cruel. It's actually funny. Like I, I know it's like it's not funny at all. Like I would hate for that to happen to anyone. But like rice of all things, like what the hell? I mean, at least it's useful. It's not. It doesn't go off quickly. You know. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't if, know. If any listeners here have gone through such a horrible experience like that, um, we are here for you. Nelson, especially, will play a song of your choosing. <laughs> 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 Like, I don't understand why you keep sort of like <laughs> telling me to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're the one who sang on the last intro. You did this brilliant little mashup. With, yeah, uh... I, I, yeah, but I do it more on a commercial level, whereas your gift is more personal. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's, that's me, don't really. Apart from that, uh, I've been having lots of time off from work because I had loads of holidays in lieu, and I've got. Um, come going forward, I've got um, what's it called? Cyberpunk twenty seven seven coming forward. Even though I had coming this week, even though I had the email saying it's been dispatched, but when I went on the website now, it's like a false, like, like a false positive, because the email the email saying dispatched, but the website saying it's not. So I don't think they have dispatched it. Oh really? Okay, that's weird. Why would you get the email? I know it's a bit. I think they're getting ready to dispatch because because the email says it's ready to go now. It's all packed and ready. Why would they send that email? Like, oh, it's all packed and ready. Like, I remember they did that with the Spider-Man as well. Ah, it's annoying. Just tell me when it's on the way. Like, don't yeah, tease yeah. me. So it's bit, it's bit <laughs> but... I think they all work at games. No, <laughs> I've got to say, sort of, the game collection, they're far cheaper. And uh, Spider-Man came on time, and, and, and they've been all right at game collection. Yeah. Mm, that's good to hear. Yeah. I don't know about the customer service. I did send them an email or whatnot, but I don't think I ever got a response back from that. So... Mm. I don't know. I love how people, everyone's blaming everything on COVID. Like, we noticed. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what difference does it make? I mean, because a lot of people have just furloughed their staff. Fair enough, I get that. But, you know, surely they've got someone answering the emails. And, you know, maybe that would take a day or two extra. I don't know. But, like, to not even get a response. Okay. I think it's a... You've got this now. Okay. Some just say your IT department's not competent enough to 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 put a uh, 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 a void phone system in place, mm. which most people people already have that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine you they're working from home now. Okay, they're not competent enough to do that. Fair enough. It's all they haven't got the budget money. But as you said, now how hard is it to answer an email? And... Someone's got to have a login for it, like. <laughs> I mean, like a company like Game is a, a, na- a national, probably international company. I mean, uh, like they they would surely have some rudimentary thing in place to have their Twitter answered, check their voicemails. These are basic things. I mean, it's not asking the world to, just just to get back to it. I mean, everyone in the world does that. You know, you come back from annual leave to work and you've got hundreds of emails. Like it's, it's not a problem unique to COVID or to them, so uh, it's not an excuse for me. No, it's 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 not. That's what that's what I'm saying. So anyway, that's enough about me. But what about you now? Uh, I've been good. I've been good. I mean, so 
Yeah, Xbox related stress as well. <laughs> I mean, it's lessened now because I've got one, but um, at the time it was it wasn't looking good and it was a bit stressful. So um, I'd actually booked off sort of two weeks of leave to coincide with the Xbox release date because I kind of naively thought I'd probably just get one straight away, um, and that that was my expectation because I thought, you know, we've we've done this sort of uh, subscription thing all, all access with game where you're paying you know so much a month for a year so i thought surely that counts as a pre-order that that's that sorted but obviously as we talked about on the last podcast that didn't count as a pre-order and game still expected you to actually get a pre-order receipt and then you can proceed with this part so it, that, that was disappointing because i was like well i've paid more than people who have pre-ordered it uh so how does that work <laughs> but yeah i mean I didn't manage to get one for that two weeks of leave, so that was a bit of a shame. But because it would have been great, obviously, but you know, it's all good. Uh, I think like the following week, I managed to get mine, and actually, Raj, just thanks to you that I got it in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like Twitter's support was so tw- games Twitter support was so bad because uh, I previously spoke to them and they were like, "Oh, you know, we don't know what's happening with it. You'll have to contact us nearest to the date," <laughs> and that was like about a week prior. So I was like, you know, yeah, how we, can... yeah I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, how can you not know? Like, you've got to have a rough idea. And even when they did know, what they told me was wrong. <laughs> so they essentially said that, you know, when, when uh, we have stock, go and buy one from the website. And on the website will be like a drop-down menu. And you can choose how you want to pay, like a credit card or a gift card. Or you can carry on with this, this Klarna finance deal. Um, so I was like, okay, that's cool. That makes sense. Sweet. Thank you very much. Um, so, you know. I was subscribed to their Twitter to get notifications, which, my goodness, they did my head in for like two weeks. Their Twitter is the most inane thing ever. <laughs> I instantly unsubscribed from it when I had the chance. But um, when they finally said, oh, we've got some stock, went on the website to buy it. And uh, you, you join the queue, as is always the case with these sorts of things. So, you know, waited through the queue and then eventually managed to get onto the actual website, managed to put uh, an Xbox in my basket went to try and buy it and of course there's no option to do you can only try and buy it yes. so uh, i was there like scratching my head for uh, it, the, the queue was saying that you've got half an hour to have this in your basket and then you're resetted back to the start of the queue so you'd have to wait again and then try again and obviously they're going to be sold out by that time so i was uh just getting a bit ticked off with it but i was a bit sort of resigned to it really i just thought well okay fair enough i'm obviously not going to get one you know there's something wrong with the website for all the listeners out there nelson's the most unticked off bloke ever it takes a lot (laughs) he won't just explode he won't just you know let you have it he'll basically like he's very mellow you know (laughs) so for him to get ticked off it's a really evil thing. That was- <laughs> yeah, this is the end of times for me. But uh, <laughs> no, but yeah. in the end, Raj, it was thanks to you because, like, um, I think I text you to say, by the way, game have stock, so maybe get on there and try it. Mm. And in that conversation, like, you were kind enough to point me out to the right link, which was not what Game had told me their Twitter support. Yeah. You know, so if, if if you know, then that then the process was easy. I clicked on the link. It was all self-explanatory, and that was fine. But it's just the fact that no one seemed to know from from game. No one seemed to know like what to do, and I, I would have missed it had I not spoken to you. So yeah, not not the greatest experience from them. You know, I, 
I get, you know, they've probably got like social media interns on <laughs> on Twitter who are looking after it and tweeting, you know, all the hashtags and all that and keeping an eye on it and all that. But I just think those people should be furnished with the method for this so that when customers come to them, they can give them the correct information. <laughs> that yeah. should be a basic thing. That's mm. it. That, yeah, they know how to actually help. Otherwise, mm. they're just there. Not just there, they're making it worse because they gave me the wrong information. Fake news, as someone would say. <laughs> but, uh, but no, in the end, I got one and, you know, it's cool. It's, uh, I was saying about the leave, for instance, I, I'm not too worried that I sort of didn't have it for that time. It would have been nice. But obviously, there's nothing really brand spanking new on the Xbox at the moment. Like all the, all the sort of games for it are probably coming out in about a year's time. So it's, it's not a big problem to me. It's more that really my main motivation was just that I didn't want to be ripped off. I didn't want to have paid all year and then not manage to get a console. That would have been like, that would have been really annoying. I'm surprised we still kept going for it. You know what I mean? Like when Raj got this time, we just didn't bother with the Xbox anymore, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, well, I'm not saying that that I'm on the PS4 side, you know what I mean? Or the PS4 side. But... Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, well, why you still went for it. But then again, you've always had an Xbox, so, you know. As I say, it's more of that thing about being ripped off. Like, you know, yeah. I, I don't mind waiting. It's no problem. You know, I don't mind sort of hanging on if it's if it's in the works or, you know, that that's cool. No problem. But, um, you know, I've paid for it all year. I, I don't mind that I don't get it on day one. That's Stuff like that doesn't matter to me at all. But just so long as I know that it's legit and it's... Or, yeah. you know, to, to have missed out on it because of wrong information would have been galling. So, yeah, it's... And I guess Raj already had a PS5 in the back and at home, so there's that cushioning blow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just got fed up with it after, afterwards. And, and, mm-hmm. and to be honest, as you said, like, sort of the games on the Xbox, they're not... There's nothing that's specific for the uh, uh, Series X at the moment. Exactly, yeah. So. It, it was supposed to be Halo, wasn't it? But uh, that's not specific for that. Why did yeah. that not happen? Because I just think, like, okay, you're releasing a new console. And you know how PlayStation took advantage of the whole, look, this is a new technology, and I'm going to talk about it often. And here's a new game for you to appreciate that new technology. So how? why did Xbox I think that? I think you got a, a lot of backlash to, from the community. I mean, to be honest, I didn't see much wrong with it, but... Because uh, I was looking forward to playing Halo, Halo Six, or Halo, mm-hmm. yeah, Halo Six, but um, Halo, what's it called? Halo Infinite, wasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, called that. Yeah. But, but it got a back, it got a lot of backlash because of graphics. Apparently, <laughs> so uh, like, if I may expand on that, you, you're right, Ratchet, and like, like they they released some uh, stills of the gameplay, and it just looked like obviously gamers are gonna pour over every detail of it and really you know examine every little bit and people found screenshots that were just like really ropey looking but that's actually part of the course because people then countered that and said well actually you know look at something like gears of war 5 which is out now and it looks great there's no issues with the graphics on that at all but if you look at the promo stuff for it before the game was released that looked really like old hat and stuff so you don't have the final textures and the final graphics on those things you just have hey look you know this is this is roughly what we're doing and this is what's going to happen so but i think the backlash was so severe that they just they postponed the entire game <laughs> so yeah i don't know maybe a bit knee jerk from them 
Yeah, there you go. So, uh, anything else, man? Uh, other than just still working on music, still sort of like trying to produce stuff and trying to get like a bit of a back catalogue of stuff. And you, you released uh, a track, didn't you? Like, well, just the the the, the demo, of it. didn't you remember? Just a few few weeks back. So that was just like a little clip of something that I'm working on. So really, I'm what I'm, I'm trying to increase my social media uh, interactions and stuff like that. So I've got like no followers at the moment. So uh, I'm just trying to sort of sorry. You got oh, me. I'm are you on YouTube? You. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm not on YouTube at the moment. Raj, I'm grateful for your following. That's awesome, man. I'm funny. Yeah. Ah, rude. You legend. Uh, you guys, we're like a trio now. Like, I've, I've just inserted myself <laughs> into a thing. So, Where? like, we all follow each other and we're all, like, exactly. backing each other up. Where can I follow you? Where can the listeners follow you? And listeners, if you do follow now, then we will um, be eternally grateful. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we on the game crowd just post a link to each of our things like Ruby K Arts, uh, Rajkul, and my Reek stuff, my music stuff? So um, then, you know, people can follow if they want to follow, then that's cool. But uh, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, but it's been good. I've, I've really enjoyed it. And it's one of the positives of lockdown, really. Um, I know there's not many, but it just gave us time to do these sorts of things. And it just made me sort of come to a bit of a crossroads and say to myself, look, uh, you know, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I really had that conversation with myself, which is a first for me, because I'm I'm so like laid back with everything in life. It's actually a bit of a drawback, really. Like it should be a bit more driven, perhaps. But, but then, yeah. now you wouldn't be a wonderful mellow now. No. <laughs> Maybe not. No, I'd be angry now, girl. <laughs> or... Yeah, but yeah, that's me. That's that's been my time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Should we move on to the next segment then? Uh, it's going a bit faster today. Normally it's like a, a, a five hours and we're just, just starting. <laughs> Normally it's you, Raj. Normally you've got like these intense stories about the crazy things that have happened at work and all these mad things. <laughs> I, I think it's because I've had so much time off, which and I've done most of it gaming and just music stuff. So that's mm-hmm. all I've been doing. Yeah. So uh, let's go on to the next segment, which is. Um, your top five games of last generation. Yeah. Um, who wants to start this? Rupert, do you want to start? Or? Top five of last yeah. generation. It doesn't matter what, what, what it, it could be cross-gen, it doesn't matter like how they are, what type of games they were. Okay. It, even if it's just top one, that's fine as well. I'm going to be honest, I'm not, let me think, top five. So, I've got Broforce. Mm-hmm. Mm, what I've, a game. Yeah, and, and I'm still playing Broforce, even on the PS5. And, um, yeah, I've, I've put it on extra hard now, ultra hard, and it's, it's just that side-scroller which relaxes me, love it, and it's hilarious, and it doesn't stop being funny. Mm. And now that I've gone back to it, I've actually discovered more players, like more people you can be. Um, oh, really? Have they added more, do you think? Or... Sorry? Sorry to interrupt, but have they added more characters to it, or is it just people that you had noticed before? I think I just hadn't noticed before because before I was just all about, okay, spider monkeying through the level and that's it. <laughs> yeah, like there was, um, there were, you know, it was called Bro Hard. Obviously, he's meant to be from Die Hard. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was he in it before? That I, I yes, I think he was. Right, okay. Because so yeah. I, I, I haven't watched Die Hard, so I didn't quite get the reference, maybe the initial time, you know. So maybe that's what it is. But yeah, I started noticing more. Um, there's Shovel Knight, which uh, um, was through my final years of 
the degree, you know, like anytime I was getting stressed, I'd be like, right, okay, I'm going to play this and it's wicked. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything else that I played on the PlayStation. Um, you know, nothing just pops to mind where I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely that game. I would definitely recommend that. So, mine are top two. That's fine. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, Shovel Knight was such a great game, and I, I got into that because of you. Like, yeah. I saw you, I saw you uh, tweeting videos of it, and it just looked amazing. So I got into that, and I, I fully agree with you. That's like one of the greatest games. Yeah, it is. I'd definitely go back to Shovel Knight as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, shall I go next? Then you want to? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, my. Well, are we? Sorry, I know I'm going to be a bit thingy. Sure. Are we doing top fives and after talking about our gaming? Or? Yes, yes. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah go on. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do that together. Um, so, my at number five, I've got the last gen, the PS4, or the Xbox, uh, w- uh, was Resident Evil 2. Ah, the, the remake of it. Yeah, that was such a good game. Wow. It was, it was so well done, like, as, as a remake. I mean, I played other games and stuff and whatnot, but this this is like... You know, there's some games like you just compel to finish. Mm. And this was one of the games because a lot of the games, I played so many games on the PS4. I played like Fallout 4, but I, I never finished, like, I never felt that compelled to finish them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think Fallout 4 is one of the, like, sort of, it's a good example. It's not in my top five, but it's a good example of, a, of that kind of game. Yes, it's a good game, but it wouldn't make your top five because you're not really compelled to finish it. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and that's a great example. It's exactly that in that game. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not a rubbish game. It's, it's a, it's a no. game, but you, you, there's nothing. then after a while, like you, you yeah. kind of get the gist of it, and you know the next bit is going to be more or less the same as the last bit, and yeah, exactly. I, I think I played more of Skyrim Remastered than Fallout Four. I have as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I, I was tempted to include a, a Skyrim Remastered in my, in my collection, but. I, <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, so Resident Evil 2 is number five for me. Nice. Um, then it was Uncharted 4. Oh, okay, it's, yeah. Uncharted 4 is still a great game, and it's a great showpiece for the PlayStation. Mm. Um, and it's, but, but the reason why it's at number four is because it's still more of the same, mm, but just right. in a bigger way and more extravagant way, better graphics and bigger set pieces and whatnot, and the story's like really cool. Mm. So... It's more of the same. It's not better than probably two or one. One in the story, like is 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 better. The other the, the other thing I did play, I was tempted to put in the collection, but I thought it's not really a next gen game. Was the Uncharted collection? It was all three of them? Sure, yeah. Well, before I actually played Uncharted four, I completed all the collection again, like one, two, and three. Oh, really? <laughs> the the, the uh, Uncharted remastered collection. So, but anyway, yeah, Uncharted four is number four. Um, number three was Spider-Man. Okay. I thought that would get a mention in your list. Yeah, Spider-Man. It's probably the best superhero game I've ever played. Wow, man. Yeah, it's the best superhero game. I think that's how... You have spent a few days. No, this is is, is the old one. Yeah, no, you did. did I think two weeks, I think. Yeah. yeah, Every day. (laughs) Wow. Every day playing Spider-Man. I think I neglected my music, neglected exercise. (laughs) They get to Ruby, they get to the dogs, just playing Spider-Man. It's one of Every those. Every now and then, one of those games just comes along that you just, everything else has to just take, just step to a side for a moment and just let you play it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, I think this, the thing with it was, was so good that you, there was, 
one, the story was great. It was a proper Spider-Man story, right? Mm. And it was a Spider-Man which was a bit older. So he was about 24, 25. Mm-hmm. So he'd matured and he's, you know, and, and he's set in the universe and it's got his Aunt Mays in there and, and all sorts. So the story's a bit further on in the thing and it's a bit of a different Spider-Man, but it's still, still really cool. Nice. So, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, and that was great story was great so as, as, as you know i like the story story based games the other thing that was great with it was um the controls of how to like fight and it was really it's basically it's one of the games you can you could either spend like um um hours learning the controls or it's sim- still simple enough for you to beat the game and still have fun playing it with without okay so there's like there's, there's depth to the the controls yeah. if you want to exactly yeah, the whole control move list or you can sort of you can you can sort of uh, uh do it like sort of uh, i think there's a triangle uh, uh, the, the triangle button which would zap you forward like in um with with the your web so basically you're drawn to the end to the enemy so you can do that and you can yeah there's, there's loads of yeah. yeah really cool i really wish you know like in that film we watched where there was different versions of spider-man that was like spider pig ultraverse yeah, yeah. The wish, universe yeah i wish there was like a spider raj <laughs> maybe there is we just don't know yes yes that was the other good thing with it and the graphics again the graphics are great like for at that time now obviously graphics have moved on but uh yeah the great game uh probably the best superhero game i've played yeah mm-hmm. so uh number f- two now is gotta be god of war yes i remember this really impressed you when you played it dude god of war is like basically it's so good it's close to my number one wow yeah it, it was I, I was deciding whether is this my number one or not and um i find that shocking actually because it just sounded very so popular like like Oh, he's a boy and his dad, and they get on, they don't get on, or they've had, you know, there was like a bit of drama there. Mm. And I was like, okay, if this is like a TV program, you wouldn't be interested because it's a game. And there you go, this drama is a bit more appealing. Mm. Well, I'll, well, I'll explain in a second. So, God of War, I started off the game, um, and it actually, I got to this point of the game where I didn't know what to do. Mm. So, I was thinking, and this is like a few hours in. And like it's, I was really into the game a few hours, and then, then I got sort of put off. I don't know what to do, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I get. I can't, let me come back to it. I was told, so, so it must have been a week or two before I, I left it alone and came back to it. Maybe a bit longer than that, two or three weeks, maybe. Got back to it, and um, I think I had to Google it, and it was something really silly where I just to light something up, and then after <laughs> that, it was just phenomenal. The game, the control, <laughs> like it's it's a cross between you know, like you've got. The really hard games like Souls games and like, mm-hmm, Souls. Yeah. but it's not as hard as that. But it's still got the similar, it's like similar mechanics where you have to use dodge and you have to use your your, your brain when you when you're fighting. Yeah, sure. You can't yeah. just hack and slash your way through it. it yeah, exactly. And then it's <clears throat> also got your your son. Well, not your son, but uh, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it's news to me. <laughs> Kratos's son, and you can control him using one button. So oh, you okay. Yeah, so basically, you can, you can control him to fire, like he'll he'll fire certain arrows or whatnot. Uh, 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 so he's moving about. You can just press the one button, and, and that that launches him. So his arrows recharge as 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 the game as you're playing. Mm, right. 
Yeah. Is Kratos' son by any chance called Potatoes? Uh, uh, I think Atreus' <laughs> name is in that. It should have been Potatoes. Atreus, Atreus, I think his name is. But, yeah, but I missed the trick not calling him Potatoes. So, whereas God of War, uh, uh, Kratos is like this massive, strong guy mm. where he's feeble. And then there's this whole light friction between them both at the same time where he's saying, come on, you got to man up sort of thing. Mm. But, him for being yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't resent him. He's just like, you know that's the way God of War is. He's been for so much, like sort of, um, um, uh, yeah, wars for lack of a better word. Yeah, mm -hmm. battles and stuff. So he's he's very battle hardened. Mm -hmm. So there's that part of the game, and just the bosses, the enemies. It's just so creative, and the story at the same time. Some of the enemies in there, like you're thinking, wow, man, this is like truly epic. Mm. And it was just like there's a documentary actually on on uh, YouTube that was done by the makers of this, and they show you like what went into it, how they changed. Because remember, God of War was like a proper hack and slash before. That's true. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like it was much more linear, wasn't it? Like you could. Yes. It, it wasn't free roaming, or it didn't feel like it. You just had like these play areas that you could roam around in, and you'd move on to the next bit, and it was quite straightforward. Whereas this sounded a lot more open. Well, this is quite linear. It's still linear now, but it's 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 an RPG basically changed it to. Oh, okay, yeah. So you upgrade bits like an RPG, and you build a character, and you invest your points and stuff. So mm -hmm. you can invest like points into his son, like what what type of um, uh, what type of uh, arrows you want to give him and stuff like that. So yeah, it's one of those games where you like. If I had time, I'd want to do it all over again. Yeah, sure. It's just like that. That says a lot. I think games like that like probably are just better games i think if it if it's got enough in it to make you come back and play again i think that says a lot about the game yeah and it's oh it's a great game it's a great like showpiece for the playstation like mm. the graphics are fantastic as well so yeah um then my before i go into my number one there's a few honorable mentions that i have to mention but the reason why they're not included because i haven't completed them yet so the first one's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm -hmm. I think if I'd finished that now, it probably would have been easily in, in my top five. But really? Wow. I feel it's unjust on the other games because I haven't finished it. Sure, yeah. And the other one is Ghost of Tsushima I'm playing at the moment. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's another highly great game, isn't it? Yeah, that one as well. I think if I'd finished that, maybe, maybe that maybe would have been in the top five, but Final Fantasy VII Remake would have probably definitely been in my top five, I think. Or would have to maybe got rid of Uncharted or Resident Evil. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. um, that's the other games I've played. Yeah. And then my number one is got to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, that's a surprise to me. I thought you'd say um, Last of Us. No, Last of Us. No. I, really? I have an honorable mention. That game just severely disappointed me. Wow. Damn. I remember you saying this, but I still thought you had enough about it that you know and when you didn't mention it at all i was getting surprised wow oh, no no now sorry now Alan. sorry now i forgot one game oh i've got to, i've got to chuck one game off it because i just i don't know why oh this, go for it the last minute drama here go on Raj. this game so i'll tell you what let me revamp that i'm gonna i'm gonna chuck off uh resident evil 2 and i'm gonna, oh, in the bin with you resi <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry resident evil 2 i'm gonna chuck this off last minute drama and <laughs> I'm gonna put of <laughs> at number three. I'm gonna put another game at number two. Oh god! Wow. 
Yeah, it's Days Gone. I don't know why I missed that. Oh, yes. Days Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you lost your wife and you were telling us about how you tracked this, your wife down. This game <laughs> totally destroyed my life. Days <laughs> Gone. The zombie one with the hordes. All of them are zombie ones. Yeah, this one. <laughs> this that, the reason why you couldn't remember it is because all the zombie ones blended into one. No, I can't be. I, I can because they're all zombie yeah, like. But it? this is like, no. Th- well, all the the, the ones that just mentioned, there's no zombie ones Resident in there. Apart Evil from the, that's the only zombie one in there. There's a zombie one. That's the only one. Last of Us is zombie. I know. Days Gone. No, but in my top five, we'll mention. All right. Yeah, so this is Resident Evil 2. So, God of War is number three, and Days Gone. And this game was had, had actually got critically slammed when it first came out. That is, this is the, so, I mean, we can quickly just go on a tangent about critic reviews because they you just can't trust them, <laughs> basically. Like, I think I, I always wait for consumer reviews because, uh, you know, you just get a fairer representation of what the game's about. But sorry, Raj, just to interject. Go for it. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, absolutely right. So, yeah, it, the, the um, Days Gone was just like, wow. Your days went. I, <laughs> I, was tempted to, I was even tempted to put that to number one. Like, that's yeah. how it is. I just can't believe I've just slipped my mind. Like uh, I can't believe that either. I, I've, I've forgotten as well because I'm in previous podcasts. I mean, that you've told us in depth about the horde mode on there, how it lasted for hours. The story was so good. I've never played it, but I, I've heard you speak about it. So and, and your wife on there. Yeah, now, I heard. I heard lots of that. Now it wasn't even a horde mode. What it was, hordes are part of the game. So there were certain areas of the game where these hordes, right, would come. They're, they're basically, if you hit an area. There were like hundreds of zombies chasing you at speed. <laughs> Damn. And you have to find a way to destroy these hordes. And later in the game, you you upgrade your weapons. And you can't do that at the start. It's like nine impossible. Wow. So you just have to run. Yeah, you have to run. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, and if they get you, you're done. Oh, man. That's brutal. This is the game where you killed, you antagonized a bear. And the bear. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The one you antagonized. Oh, <laughs> I. I- <clears throat> that game at all because you upset a poor animal yeah but anyway yeah so <laughs> days gone was amazing like fantastic game i'm I, glad you remembered that and there's a bit there's a bit of a sad note on days gone the actor who plays a deacon saint john sorry i've got to do it with the accent <laughs> <laughs> he's died unfortunately oh he played him, yeah he's passed away so i i'm just a bit gutted about that but he's but they've got to make part two because you know what even though it got critically slammed the game sold really well mm. and it's mm. got a massive community behind it now good good they, they fixed all the bugs i think it might have been the case now as well because i i started playing it later on in its in its in its uh uh life i listened to the critic sort of critic reviews but then when i started taking the community reviews i thought they were everyone saying it's like such a fantastic game Mm. and you know reddit and stuff like that so then you'd have to, there's a whole community based on it and i think they've got rid of all, rid of all the bugs and they they're also um what else they've done they they've got these extra modes on arcade mode where you basically you're going and they're just taking out hordes okay yeah so yeah. they added a few more extra modes yeah it's a fantastic game like, can't argue with that you know that's really good developer support isn't it like yeah. for them for them to actually fix bugs in it that's not always the case sometimes some bug- I mean, look at the Fallout Bethesda games. I mean, those bugs are for life. <laughs> so, I think they they get an easy ride, don't they, uh, uh, Bethesda, because of Skyrim and things like that. 
Yeah, 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 definitely. That's definitely the case. Like people love the game so much that it's just they can just deal with the game breaking bugs. <laughs> and to be fair, like um with the Bethesda games, they're never game breaking, like Yeah, game breaking is the wrong term. Yeah, like, never, it, it, immersion breaking, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's because you can still enjoy the game and you, you sort of see it as a funny thing. Yeah, it's just part of the foibles of those games, isn't it? It's part of the character of those games it's not real life it's just you know yes you're like you know, it's i mean skyrim you just get weird things happening don't you like it's yes. just it's just part of the course for those games yeah, like the character keeps repeating itself or something like something random like that yeah. i always found it the type of bugs i used to come across with that were like if i'd managed to kill somebody and their body fell in a certain way uh but it, it was like the textures were sort of clashing a little bit so the corpse was still flicking about and stuff like that like trying to find like a level bit of ground to finally come to rest on but it wasn't a smooth thing it was like a really jittery thing so this this corpse is like flicking around on the floor <laughs> it's quite dark really but that sort of thing i'd see all the time like <laughs> yeah and so my last game as i was saying was it's got to be horizon zero dawn mm, okay that's probably number one because I love RPGs, my favorite type of game, and this is like the world, the story. So imagine you're, you're in a world where there's, you're in a village, but around you, the world, you've got these robotic dinosaurs. Mm. Yeah, they're like, they're like robots, but they're dinosaurs. And or dinosaurs are all like prehistoric animals and, and things like that, but they've, they're made out of like sort of uh, machi- machinery. And that's the wildlife around you, and, and there's these menacing creatures, and you find out why the world's like that, and what's happened, and you know, there's a whole, and it's so much mystery and intrigue in there as well. Mm. At the same time, you're learning how to fight these guys, how, uh, fight these animals, and you can, uh, these uh, machines, and you learn how to control them. So, as it's an RPG, you pick up perks, I can control this animal, type of animal. And what I used to do, the sneak mechanic is so brilliant in there, you can just hide in there, poke one with your spear. And you overprogram it and make them fight each other. Oh, nice! <laughs> Such a cool, cool, cool part of the game. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that that the enjoyment I had of that game. And there's so many like sort of side missions and whatnot. And you know, people might think, people might say, it's cool. It's not the best RPG in terms of some of the side missions might be might be linear or or, or a bit samey. But I just loved all of it. I love the characters. Love the love the the the, the um, uh, toughness of it as well. Mm, yeah, mm. good challenge. Yeah, the challenge of it—it's uh, probably like my favorite game of, of of last gen, which is why it's number one. Wow, fair play. I like it. Yeah. I remember. It, I remember you tried to get me to play that, and I didn't really have a long time with it. But um, it, like you, you mentioned the mystery and the intrigue for it, and I, I mean that was definitely the vibe I got from it as well. Like, yeah. there, there's a point where. You know, you start off the game and the character doesn't have anything and then you're exploring this one little cave and then she comes across this technology that's far in advance of this sort of village level that they're at and it's an augmented reality thing. So she puts it on and suddenly she can see all this tech shining out and it's like, wow, <laughs> that's actually amazing. Like, it's really, really cool. Absolutely, yeah. So now, do you want to... Uh... What are your top... Five, four. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it's all right, I'll, I'll quickly just go through like a list of honourable mentions that I feel because what yeah. I've done is I've I've sort of 
got a top five of my favorite games from this generation. So obviously that's probably going to be quite contentious, but I just wanted to quickly give you a short list of stuff that probably deserves a mention. Um, Inside, and that was the game, I don't remember, do you remember me talking about the game where you play as this little kid and it's really dark and just he's escaping something horrid, but you don't know what? Yes, sorry for that. Yeah, so I just had to mention that because that had such an effect on me. Like I was really like, it's such a disturbing game. (laughs) So inside is on there. Cophead. Do you remember Cophead, you guys? Yes. Yes. You know what? I think Ruby would really like that game. Cuphead. I think Ruby. If you get the chance to play it, like play it. It's it's like a really old school platformer, but it's so hard. It's famously hard. Like you will die a lot. I think Ruby would really like that. I think it's free on the um, uh, Game Pass, isn't it? Now? Cuphead, okay. It might be, yeah. Um, it's really good, though. It's gorgeous graphics. Like It reminds me of Mickey Mania on the Mega Drive. Yes. <clears throat> it's like this... Sorry. Oh, that, sounds up, that sounds up my street, actually. Yeah, I mean, have it, give it a Google, you know. I mean, the graphics are part of the, the one of the biggest strengths of it. It's such a pretty game. Like, mm. it's got this old sort of... Um, 1920s sort of graphic style where it's like a cartoon from the early disney era oh, nice. uh, yeah it, it's it's gorgeous and it's but the only drawback is it's too hard for me like uh, I, I, I tried so hard to like persevere through it but it's just it's brutal it's, it's gotta be ruby he's gonna get through that spider yeah you spider monkey way through absolutely like, okay. i'll give that a try actually cool uh i wanted to mention rise son of rome so, yeah, this this one caught me by surprise. It just came out on Game Pass not that long back. I missed it when it was first released on his console. It was one of the showcase games when the Xbox yep. One was... Yeah. Sorry, Rich? That was one of the uh, release games? Yes, exactly. Exactly. But, man, I was so impressed. I thought it's going to be quite a shallow game like because it's one of these early games. It just maybe shows off some of the graphics and things you could do. But actually, the game was brilliant. It was such a great game. Like I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I, it's rare that I stick with a game uh, through to completion. Generally, I tend to get bored. But I, di- I did with that, and it was great. Well worth it. Um, Ori and the Blind Forest. Sorry for that one, yeah? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, I'm really surprised at that one. Oh, this isn't on my list. This is just honourable mention. Yeah, I know, but I'm still surprised. I, I, I didn't expect that game to be on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. honourable mentions. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I think it does get overlooked. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know why. It's, it was a good game. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. So this was another sort of uh, like smaller developer, I think, if I can respectfully say that, who'd made this. And it was such a big hit. I mean... I had a download code for that when I first bought my Xbox One, so it was one of the first games that I played on it, and uh, I was it was so pretty and it was so emotive. Like the story in it, um, it it's sort of wordless. There's there's little bits of dialogue, but there's not much, and it's all done like all the emotion in it is all sort of listed through the the graphics and what's happening on screen. Really? So make you cry a bit honestly it was that it was along those lines i didn't go quite that far because i'm manly girl but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was it was along those lines it was pulling at your heartstrings you know it's really uh really well done great great game and obviously the sequel's not been out that long but the original one for me had more of an impact because it you know it's a complete surprise to me so yeah um i have to mention the witcher 3 even though personally i didn't like it um it's it's 
you know the consensus i think it's fair to say is that it would it's been a great great game one of the best ever games so should probably mention that you know begrudgingly <laughs> um forza horizon 4 another one that not one of my favorites but everyone seems to like that game so i just thought it should get a mention um yeah. red dead redemption 2 uh bit ponderous bit slow for me but again people swear by it people some people love the detail that you can go into in that game and the depth of things that you can do and you know some people love that for me it was too much i you know i need it i need to be fun still <laughs> and that was sorry Ruth? no 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 it's it's a it's a, it's a cowboy one. Oh right right but with zombies in it <laughs> no, no no okay sorry okay now you there yeah, yeah, still here. Sorry, like, sorry. There is a little bit of a lag on this recording, so like, I, if I'm ever talking over you guys, I am so sorry, and that's why I'm asking you to sometimes repeat yourselves because I'm talking and then I hear something in the background, so I'm like, ah, sorry, please repeat what you said. <laughs> Fine, I keep rudely interrupting you, so it's not a lag. It's not. A no, no. <laughs> Interrupt away, man. This is a podcast. It's all good. The conversation's the fun of it. Um, and the last honorable mention, um, Halo Master Chief Collection. So obviously. That's a massive game, <laughs> like all yeah. the previous Halos, you know. We had great times on there. Oh, you and I have had some unbelievable sessions on that game. And this is why you earned the nickname Master Cheeks. <laughs> 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 For anyone who doesn't know, Raj and I were playing co-op uh, through Halo 1. And if anyone's familiar with the Halo games, when the other player dies, or well, I'm sorry, when, when your character dies... It, the camera zooms in on the other player to see if they can survive and what happens with them. Uh, but at that moment when I died, so my camera shot to Raj, his character, but at that moment he'd fallen off the ledge. So he was his legs were walking like they do in Halo, but as he's falling down. But for some reason it focused in on his butt. So <laughs> I had a full HD screen of Raj's butt jiggling away as he falls down. So Not, not, not actually not. Let's, yeah. let's clarify that now. That's probably wasn't as you know award-winning as your but but from that he earned the nickname master cheeks so (laughs) that's where that comes from (laughs) but anyway sorry cutting long story short my my top five um so i would say my fifth number five for me is shovel knight yay yeah it was brilliant and it's still brilliant it's such a great game and it's massive like you you know as well as the whole campaign from shovel knight himself then it unlocks the campaigns for plague knight and specter knight and you can play those guys which are completely different gameplay styles you know so it's like they're like a different game almost so man such a great game love the dialogue in it you know love every bit of it the platforming is so much fun in it it's just that really takes me back to the mega drive days and the snes days so that gets a lot of praise from me Um, number four Number four for me, I would say, is Star Wars Fallen Order. Yeah, it was a good game, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I love this game because, like, for me, it was the nearest thing to Knights of the Old Republic, which is obviously, you know, Raj and I, we often talk about this game. Mm. You, you know, it was just brilliant because, you know, the, the, the lightsaber mechanics are so cool in it, the way you can deflect uh, laser bolts and attacks from enemies. It's just, it makes you feel like a real Jedi. That's the nearest thing that I've played that made me feel like you know what this character is a badass and I'm controlling him um, and you know the story isn't it's great to be honest I do feel a bit hypocritical saying this because I've not actually finished it I got to a point where you know I'm quite far into the game and I think I'm just approaching the final boss now but 
I just need to go and actually do it, but I'm just putting it off. And I think what's putting me off a little bit is because I know I have to relearn it again. <laughs> like, you've, got to, you've got to finish it though, because you finished up and that's number five, so you've got to finish number four, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And all the others on this list are finished. So I will, I will go back to it. It's a great game, though. I love the leveling up in it. So every time you level up, as with all games these days, it's got like a skill tree that you can put points into. Um, and in, in Fallen Order, it's great because they're all Jedi powers that you can get. So, you know, it just makes you more of a badass as you progress. So it's great. <clears throat> uh, number three for me, I would still say, is GTA V, Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, just, I mean, I think we sometimes take for granted how incredible that game is. <laughs> GTA V is just such a phenomenal game. And yes, okay, I don't really like what they've done with their DLC, how they've sort of monetized shark cards from it. And that's sort of the, the drawback of it, unfortunately. But, you know, prior to that, their DLC was such that, you know, if you wanted to grind out in-game money, by doing missions and stuff so that you could then buy a tank or a helicopter. You could do that. It would take a bit of time, but you could do it. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, they changed their later DLC method so that you had to play on public maps. Uh, you couldn't just play on a private map with just your friends. If you wanted to do the, the new DLC stuff, you had to be on a public map. And that really changed the nature of the game. And then you couldn't grind stuff out because someone's always going to kill you there's always griefers in, in gta so unfortunately that changed it a little bit but prior to that man this game was incredible the story mode in it was like just amazing it's one of the best things I've, I've ever played so much fun like and it's that endless world of stuff to do as well everywhere you go there's something happening and it's yeah. such an achievement for them like that game incredible mm -hmm. so that's my number three number two i would say is gears of war five so I've spent a lot of time playing this game <laughs> since it released about a year ago. And, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it took a lot of stick. I think, like, the old Gears games were made by Epic, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And Gears 4 and 5 were made by someone else, a different developer, called mm -hmm. uh, The Coalition. And they've, they've had quite a hard job because they're trying to sort of capture the feeling of Gears while also moving it forwards. And so inevitably, they're going to take a lot of stick for that from, you know, the, the, the hardcore of it. And I think some of the changes they implemented have made a bit of an irreparable uh, chasm between like the game and like the, the older fans of the series. But I, I think they've done a good job. And actually, they've, they've come under new management recently, like the team who make the big decisions for the game are different. So Gears has just had a different um, update, like a seasonal update. They have like operations every so often where they bring out a load of new content, uh, new unlockables, and it just keeps the game fresh. So this one, they've really changed the game. And I think the changes they've brought about have been really welcome. Um, everyone that I know who plays it has just uh, really been rejuvenated into the game again, and it's really exciting to play. So... Yeah, I think they've done a really good job. But even without that, I mean, the story in it, the campaign is so good. It's one of the. It's like a love story to one of the previous Gears games, Gears Two. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so it's really well written, and you can tell that people who have played the series and know the series have have written this game. So, I think a lot of credit goes to them for that. Yeah. And drum roll, brr, 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 brr. number yeah. one is Forza Seven. Nice. I, did, I did think that 
did you <laughs> predictable <laughs> yes because i think you talked about four of the seven i think it was three episodes or more was it rush you mentioned i've got to complete this <laughs> yeah it's my life right. complete it and you did complete it yes i did i'm so chuffed with that like yeah. Uh, even if I hadn't completed it, I mean, Forza 7 is just such a massive achievement, I think, because, okay, I mean, I've grown up sort of watching Formula 1. Um, I'm not really a petrol head, but I pick up little bits from, you know, the commentators and listen to the drivers and stuff like that. And I just think Forza is so, like, on the ball in terms of, like, driving mechanics and physics. It's, it's brilliant. And, you know, for me, what, what blew me away was sometimes experiencing things when driving this thing with a with a control pad not even a wheel or anything but understanding or not understanding but seeing what drivers are talking about or that happened or this happened and all driving games do sort of deliver that to an extent but i just think forza is such a refined experience uh i mean it's just brilliant and you know even the level of detail they've gone to with the cars the design of the cars like uh, you know every interior is like pixel perfect it's just incredible achievement and uh, the tracks themselves i mean i mean what other game would i spend like i mean some of the endurance races in forza are like an all-day affair <laughs> like i think i was telling you guys previously like there's um there's a course called sebring i think in the us and there's an endurance race on forza where it's something like 60 laps something like that but that took me all day <clears throat> i literally had to take breaks uh 20 laps took me an hour so you can imagine, yeah. like, it took a long, long time. And there's a, there's a few endurance races on there. But that, for me, says something that I could, I'd be willing to put that amount of time into this game just to, just to do that. Even though it was hard work, it was still so satisfying. It was yeah. really satisfying. Now, from what you told me, I think you spent a quarter of your life <laughs> on Forza, to be honest. <laughs> Probably, you know, I dare, I dare not go into how long I played Pokemon for. I mean, like, <laughs> just to give an example, like Pokemon Blue, the first one that came out, the clock stopped on 250 hours, and I know for a fact, uh, you know, that was that was very early in the game. The clock stopped. Like, I didn't, yeah, it didn't count all the hours. So I, I estimate that was at least a thousand, and that was just Pokemon Blue, let alone Fire Red, Sapphire. You know, gold, all the other ones that I played. So, Forza is still quite low down on the list in terms of that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's my top five. That is fantastic. Now, well, I should have guessed that Forza. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So should we move on to the next segment? Uh, what we've been playing and and the and the the, the um, experience of the next gen consoles. Well, we've yeah. got option really. I yeah. Mean, you know. <laughs> That's well, last on the agenda. Stuff I've been playing has actually been the next gen consoles, so that's all we've been playing, isn't it? Much, yeah. I haven't touched my PlayStation. I've got, to, I've got to actually sell my PlayStation Four and my old Xbox and the One VR and the VR. So if anyone's interested, just uh, drop me a private message. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got to sell that uh, now. Do you want to start? Shall I start, or what? Ruby starts, or, or how, how do we want to do this? I'm easy. You guys choose. Okay. I'll, I'll start and Ruby can jump in with the games she's played as well. Yep. With, with, okay. So, so we've got the PlayStation. Um, the unboxing was the great. You saw the unboxing. Did everyone see the unboxing? It was great. Yeah. That was me in my excitement mode because I've managed to get it. Because remember, I was panicking <laughs> that 
that it's going to go missing. It's not going to be delivered properly. I, I, I actually texted my old neighbour, told him to message our tenants and say that um, uh, the I'm expecting a delivery. And I waited there like five minutes before the yodel van came and and I um, uh, I was out. I was hanging around the van while the yodel driver was coming out. He thought I was going to jump him or something because he's delivering PlayStation fives. So he so was like, sorry. You had to go to your old house to anticipate the arrival of the of your machine. Of course, I did. Yeah, just to, even though my neighbour knew that 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 it was that it was coming out. So, so game didn't sort it. They didn't deliver to your address. Oh, they didn't deliver it to my address. No, oh I my actually went. Gosh. And I thought at that point I was fed up because no, because they couldn't message me or anything. Like I said, well, shouldn't you sort this out? Or well, I forgot what I messaged them. But anyway, so I actually went to my old house, waited outside the day before. I'd messaged my neighbour. My old neighbours telling, if you could tell tenants, there's going to be a delivery for me. You know, there's been a mis mis um, miscommunication miscommunication with the, with the car. I didn't tell them what it was because yeah, that's why. Yeah. So anyway, the delivery van's come and I'm waiting outside, and the delivery my, the delivery person thought that okay, what's this? I go, hey, I go, yeah, I go. No, I'm waiting for a delivery that was delivered to the wrong address. He goes, you know, it's a PlayStation Five. I go, yeah, it's mine, and and he's waiting for, and then he knocked the door, then. Uh, the uh, I told my tenant, oh, it's me, um, uh, it's deliveries for me. He goes, Yeah, no, we're sorted. Took it home, and that's thank, when thank goodness that worked out as well as it did because that could have been a... about the uh, unboxing. I was excited anyway because next gen consoles, yeah, so yeah, and the console actually looks far better in, in uh, I would say, in person or in, in, in yeah, what do you say? It's not about in person, that? is it? But everyone knows what really? Yeah, how would you say that now? Not in person, but in I would in, say in, in real life, like rather than yeah, an, in an image, in actuality, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because some of the pictures, it makes it look a bit like space agey and a bit like some, look, some people on social media replicated it by getting their routers yeah, and the router, like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was quite funny how they kind of like tried to remake the look of it. <laughs> So it's it's much like on the images you just think oh it's going to be like a a desktop tower or something like that but mm. actually it's far more slick it looks really nice with the room and that's something I'm concerned about always so <laughs> Good. yeah yeah it is quite rather nice don't you think Raj? Absolutely yeah it's it's a uh, it actually looks really it reminds you more of like a like an Apple product you know really slick yeah mm, wow that kind of thing. I mean, people might differ because uh, it has sort of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Divided opinions. Yeah. So The Xbox is the same, isn't it? I mean, I saw a similar uh, viral things where like people have photoshopped it to look like a bin. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, actually, the thing's not as massive as like people are worried about. It, it's like, it, it probably takes about the same space as an Xbox One. And, and standing up, it's actually... I think it works really well because it's so easy to rotate to get to the cables and all that. It's, I think it's actually, it works really well. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. So it's great. The, so I think the first game I tried on it wasn't actually Spider-Man. Spider-Man was installing. So I tried Astrobot and I think Astrobot's the main game that me and Ruby want to talk about because mm -hmm. there's a, there's a speciality about the, 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 uh, uh, PlayStation, it's that the controller, the controller is, it's out of this world. It's it just when I was playing Astrobot, it made me feel like I'm playing Super Mario 64 all over wow. again. Oh my gosh! Wow, yeah, that's the highest praise I can give it because 
okay, how can I explain this? It's really hard to explain unless you you got it in your hand and feeling it yourself, isn't it? Like when you're playing astrobot. Oh no, I can explain. Go, it. go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so okay, you think okay, there's an extra feature on it which is vibrate. There's more than that. So it vibrates to everything. You know, like um, in one of the levels, there's a bit of ocean. You can feel it in the console. If there's a bit of air, you can feel it in the console. It picks up very fine vibrations, whereas the previous controllers would um you'd get a rumble every time you shot something you know mm-hmm. now it was very finely tuned and you also heard things through the controller as well i think or maybe it's because we've got some yeah no no you, you, you yeah. can hear things from you me. do hear things from it and then it kind of like you all all of the senses are motivated via the controller apart from smell and taste for obvious reasons but you know, <laughs> those, those are optional <laughs> I know, if only that could happen. But basically, I remember saying to Raj, like, you know, with all this lockdown stuff, this is the perfect way to escape from it. Because I, play, I played one of the levels where he's on this beach and, you know, you're on the sand and there's the sea and, you know, someone's chucking a beach ball about. And you basically, because of the controller, you feel like you're there, you know? That's incredible. Wow. It, exactly. I just thought, okay, how is it? Uh, something handheld controller makes you feel like that. But actually, the the controller does take you away like that and you are you are actually drawn in and i think it does help that we have a very wide screen and we sat very close and we do have surround system but still i would i would um i I got so excited about it i said raj can i get my own personalized one you know with control pad yeah yeah yeah, with my own design on it and everything you know because do it that's so cool i did but we did look it up and they're not quite out yet to for okay you know, because I wanted one well, with a different no, color. No, what I suggested was Ruby, because Ruby's really artistic. I said, why don't we get your controller and you and you paint it yourself? Yeah, definitely. Ruby's really good like that anyway, so. I would, I would do that, but it's a lot of time consuming. But yeah, I would love to personalize, like get the inks to mm. do that. Like Because we've got a little story, you know, when we got when we got married, like before we got married, uh, Sony would personalizing controllers. So I waited like four hours in a queue soaking rain in the bull ring yeah just outside the bull ring and dripping down and got the controller (laughs) one 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 of our controllers has got a wedding date and stuff on it so oh that's quite sweet we're framing that i don't think ruby was bothered at that time was she at the time i didn't realize what a big deal it was but then i think i think as i got into gaming and things and now we're keeping that controller we're framing it only because we can't pass it on when it's got roger (laughs) Definitely. fans of the podcast might want it <laughs> yeah exactly because you imagine but one of the buttons is broken so we thought yeah let's just box frame it and keep it there yeah, yeah. but yeah so anyway um i highly recommend um the, the ps5 is definitely worth it the new technology is definitely worth it astrobot as well is basically what i think is the next mario world if you would you know, like, you know, first, the beginning bit, you're just thinking, okay, it's like a PlayStation 5 gimmick thing, you know, it's showing you this, it's telling you what, how to use the controller, speak into this bit, you know, hold that bit, press that bit, you know. And then you just think, okay, a bit gimmicky. But then when you break out into all the different worlds, you think, yeah, this is more or less the new Mario for this console. I don't know, I'm probably yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's, it's that, because it's, that. It's, it's like a love letter to PlayStation fans as well now, this... There's like, throughout the level, it, it, so the, the concept of the game is this, you're in the PlayStation 5, so you, 
the 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 hubs bit of it you can either go into the gpu graphic processor the graphic processor <laughs> wow. level the hard drive ssds are one level the uh, fan and cooling systems one level so that's the cool 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 level that's the ice level per se mm, and then you've got a level in there which is uh, I forgot what it I forgot the last level anyway there's I think there's four levels but remember this is a free game it's it's not it's not it's not a game you got yeah it's, it's actually yeah, it's yeah. actually built into the ps5 wow yeah, it's a free game, and it's okay. It's so, so I want to expand on what Ruby is saying. So there's things like that in it. Put it this way: the 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 um, haptic feedback is is so good that you can tell the difference between when you're in water, when you're walking on ice, when you're walking on a certain on grass, when you when you when something hits you, or w w the weather. You can tell when it's snowing and it's raining. You can tell you feel all these sensations in, the, in on the controller. So that is, that is incredible. Like, I, I, I mean, that is actually, that is next gen, isn't it? That feels and sounds like next gen. Like, and there was a bit like this. Okay. So imagine you've got a bow and arrow, right? And you've, well, there's a bow and arrow part in there. And as you're pressing the, the, the uh, trigger, the trigger's like a, it's, it's got a bounce to it, like, like it's an actual bow, an arrow, like, you know, the, the, the string of the bow. So does the, 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 the I'm, I'm assuming using the trigger buttons for that. Yes, yes. yes. Does the tension increase on the button that makes it harder to press? Does it? Yes, uh, yes. It does feel like. Yeah, it. and there's there's bits in there like I think I think it's with the Call of I haven't played Call of Duty, but this is what I've heard. So each gun has its own sensitivity, has its own trigger, and the gun can get locked if it if the gun lock. You know when a gun locks? No the way. Locks, the trigger locks. So you can't actually you can't actually press the trigger. Like if the bullet's jammed in it, it won't, yeah, just, exactly. it won't shoot. Like exactly. Yeah. That is nuts. That is so cool. That is incredible. I mean, I have to say, like the Xbox pad, by comparison, it, it really is quite disappointing in that sense. I mean, I love the Xbox pad. It works. Yeah. But no, it is more... it's, it's, a good, it's a great pad now. It's one of my favorite like, like pads. Uh, up until now, it's been my favorite. I mean, yeah. by, of anything, you know, but. Uh, all, all, the, all that's different with this one is that it's smaller, so it fits smaller hands. But otherwise, it is exactly the same. I mean, the D-pad's a little bit more refined, but yeah. I haven't noticed any... I mean, obviously, you know, as we were saying earlier, there aren't any truly Series X, Series S games out. So it might be that maybe with, you know, newer games, there might be something more, but I don't think there is. But that pad sounds amazing. And I, I see the comparison with Mario 64 now because that feels like a leap forward. Exactly. That's that's what it was. You're thinking, wow. And like when you're playing it, it's just a smile on, on my face. Like wow, man. Sixty-four <laughs> smile when you when you when you're fifteen, sixteen. Playing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, I can't, actually can't wait for you to play it now. You get yeah. lost yeah. game easily. It's kind yeah. of like you just get drawn in. Like you know how when we play Shovel Knight, you're just like, oh, straight away. You know, I was mm. like, and normally I hate three D games. So, okay, this, this is something that, that was interesting to me because, Raj, you mentioned this to me. We, I think we were texting one day and you said, like, Ruby's, like, really taken with, like, uh, is it Astrobot it's called? Astrobot, yeah, yeah, Astrobot. Yeah, because, and, and the fact that it's a 3D game and, like, up till now, you've not been a big fan of 3D games. So no. that is really saying something about Astrobot for me, if it can sort of bring you into it just through being fun and easy to play. I do think, one, because... Um, it could be because the characters are very happy. They're these little squidgy robots that are like, hey, you know, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> the baddies are not exactly particularly threatening. So you're just like, it is a happy place type game, you know. Mm -hmm. 
And then I do think the controller makes it easier to navigate through the 3D planes. I remember saying to Raj, when he bought the Nintendo DS for me, the 3DS, and the first game on it was Mario 3DS. Mm-hmm. It was just, I, I found it really awkward. I didn't enjoy it. I thought, I enjoy Mario for its 2D brilliance, whereas this is just a bit of a faff for me. I'm not enjoying it. And, you know, I'm falling off a, a leaf because... I'm falling off a platform just simply because I didn't pay attention to one of the... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but it's just like, I think the controller makes a world of difference with the level of control because Astrobot also, like, falls into a... Uh, like, you know, to make the game more complicated, he puts on a suit, and then this suit can only move laterally the way you tilt the oh, that's brilliant, controller. That is, yeah. yeah, it's quite funny and humorous, but I would... If, if it was any other game, I would have found that a real major fact. I think mm. makes it far more easy for you and comfortable. Man, so, okay, yeah. I'm, sorry. No, no, I, I do think the reason why it's done like 3D games is maybe the ergonomics of the hand. Mm. It could be that. But it's, so. it's a great game to get a person into 3D because you, you experience the controller as well. Mm. And the other thing in there now, because as I said, it's a love letter to PlayStation uh, uh, fans like from, 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 from uh, right from the start. You All throughout the game, you've got little Astrobots and a camera, you know. What I mean? Do you remember like um, what's his name? Um, uh, not the Cooper, not Cooper. Do you remember the turtle? That's the 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 cloud guy who's a uh, who's Le- Le- Yeah, yeah. Do you remember him, right? So all all throughout this this game, right, you've got little sections of the game where there's a ca- man with a camera, Astrobot with a camera, and there's little scenes, this enacting little scenes, and what they are, the scenes of of famous PlayStation games. Oh really? <laughs> All throughout the game, there's so much like Easter eggs in there. There's so many. There's like one bit. Nice. Yeah, there's one bit where you got this Astrobot and he's got these things coming at his head. And what he is? Oh, what he is? <laughs> what, what it <laughs> is? Dusty roads. Sorry, I'm just losing my words. Yeah, what it is? It's it's a scene from Last of Us. Oh really? Yeah, there's that. <laughs> solid in there. There's oh, there's so many little surprises that you find in there, and and you collect these like sort of. Um, uh, not trophies, but bits of PlayStation. So you might find a place after you collect one level, you you'll you'll find a PlayStation One model, and oh, you collect all these in the hub. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, so it's, you got that's all our trophies almost. Yeah, it's, it's it's a really 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 cool thing. It does uh, sound cool. That, yeah, it so does sound awesome. Before I carry on, do you want to? No, we'll just talk a bit more about the PlayStation, and you can finish because you played one more game, didn't you? Ball Force, Ball Force. Yeah, but there was no difference in both. Okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. So that's the Astrobot for you. The PlayStation itself, the interface, it's it's great. It's a new 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 uh, operating system. It's a new new OS on there. New user interface, which is great. The store is now built in. Mm-hmm. So like the before on the PlayStation, the store was a separate app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically like a web browser, basically. So mm-hmm. now it's built into into the operating system. So it's a bit more like um, like the Xboxes because the Xboxes are built in. Mm. It doesn't load, so it's a, that that's that's a great improvement. And then you've got these like little cards. Um, what are they called? I think, I think it, it might be actually called cards. I forgot the call now. But when you press the home button, you can see how long you've got left for a certain mission you're on. Uh, okay. All right. So. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, say you're playing and you press the home button, it tells you how long you've got, what details, uh, other other details and stuff in there. So, say you say I don't know. Say you're uh, 
uh, about to eat food or something and you thought, oh, you've got to go somewhere. You thought, let me see how long I've got for this mission. Oh, I've got 30 minutes. I can fit that in 30 minutes. You've got that little feature like that in That's there. That's really cool. That's nice. I really like that. Because yeah. at least you can sort of plan ahead a little bit. Yeah, exactly. There's little, there's little, it's little incremental little things like that. And there's another thing in there which I haven't haven't tried yet. But um, that you you can you can actually uh, you know when you Google something because you need help, mm-hmm. right? When you press the home button and there's a bit option where you where you can bring up a video of how to do that that bit. I haven't used it per se, but but the fact that it's there, it's that's it's, so cool though because like. You know, instead of needing a different device to quickly go and Google something, I'm not a fan of like browsers on consoles. I just because yeah. the control pad makes it so clunky. But uh, that that sounds awesome. You know, it's like I I would probably use that sometimes if I got off air with it. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing like imagine you're playing like a game like a Dark Souls type of game, mm. where it's really 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 tough and you you're struggling with it sort of thing. Um, those are the only games that pro- probably would have used that. Mm. I would use it loads. I mean, I've been playing that uh, previously in previous podcasts. I played that uh, Tales Lucky Strike or whatever that Lucky Strike Tales or something, some platformer. But you know, it's got obscure secret things to find in it as well if you want to complete it properly. So some of them are a pain to get. Uh, so I, I would definitely use that feature on something like that where you just want to get it. You're not too worried about it. It doesn't affect the story. Just you just need to get it. <laughs> So that's that similar. What, sorry, no, finish up. Sorry, no, no, please carry on. I was done. Yeah, the other thing that's similar is you know, what I was saying earlier, how long this mission is. So, when you press the home button, you've got you can see all the like trophies you're all the, all the side missions, and it tells you how long you've got left for that side mission to do. So, say you've got like collectibles, you've collected, mm. you've collected 24 of 50, and it tells you like, oh, this is how much you got left, and stuff like that. So, it's really cool little features like that. I really like that because, I mean, the Xbox has had that with achievements or trophies if you're PlayStation, but, like, it would give you, like, a progress bar for all the yeah. achievements that you're on. But yeah. it wouldn't do that for, like, collectibles and stuff. So I, I really like how they've expanded that. That's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it's very much like sort of making it, like, I think... Um, it may be that some of the features you, you don't use afterwards, you know what I mean? Like, sort of, mm. but the fact that they've tried it uh, is great. Yeah, you know, the fact that they've taken yeah. the time out and tr- and tried new things. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But the, the other thing I want to say about the controller is that I sincerely hope that other developers use it. Mm, yeah, PlayStation One, because remember, when you're a developer, you you're making for two like third party developers. You're developing for multiple consoles. So are yeah. they going to take the time out to put these little features, such as the controller features in there, such as like the trophy feature? Because it's down to the game developer. That is. I would have thought the people who develop exclusively for PlayStation would do. I'd hoped so. They are. They, 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 they are definitely. I'm on about like third per, third party ones. Mm, mm-hmm. You know that developed for that for multiple platforms. Like just yeah. say, like I, I don't know, coming up for Cyberpunk now. Yeah, or like EA or somebody like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, and the other game I played on there was uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes. Yeah. How was that? I've just completed it the other day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Damn. You've only had it like a week? Two days ago. Yeah, it's not a massive game. I probably played about 25 hours. You did take leave for that game. Yeah, I did. I did actually take leave. And <laughs> what, what I've been doing, I've been playing half an hour to an hour, doing some house chores and going back to it. And, and that's how I get like whatever house chores I do done. <laughs> probably like maybe two. Two house chores, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, yeah. So again... 
as I was, uh, okay, so this game is quite divisive in the sense of it's, it's got a different Spider-Man um, in there, but you, the character in the world becomes quite endearing mm-hmm. when you play it because you get engrossed in the character, you get engrossed in the story. Uh, it's not as big as the the other Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. but it's still a great game. I mean, the haptic control not used as much as I would have liked. You do feel the web. You know, when you're shooting the web, you do feel a bit of resistance and when you're shooting web, when you're swinging and things like that. But it's not, it's not nothing like Astrobot. Mm-hmm. So that's a disappointment in my in my eyes, uh, that part. But still a great game. You can't knock the game. And didn't it show the graphics are far more enhanced than the previous? Yes, the graphics the graphics are great. I mean, the the lighting and stuff are like fantastic. You can put two modes on it. Like, okay, I'm going to talk about this because I don't know. Uh, this is like F, I'm going to talk about FPS. The two modes on it. There's a, a fidelity fidelity mode, right, which is better graphics. What is a performance mode? The performance mode is 60 frames per second, locked, but the it, it takes a hit on the graphics. Whereas the graphics mode, it's 4K. It's uh, full. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know the the uh, ray ray lighting is it called ray light for ray or, tracing ray tracing yeah where basically ray tracing is you see reflections in 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 game mm-hmm. yeah yeah you see everything reflects like you might see a reflection of your thing on it in a puddle and so it makes the game like a lot more colorful and brighter mm. yeah yeah wow. so so that, that that's really cool but then see uh, the game itself I mainly reverted back to the uh, fidelity mode, the graphics mode, because I really can't tell the difference between like 30 FPS and 60 FPS. Mm. It might be the game I'm playing, like sort of it doesn't bring it, but I don't know, or it might be my eyesight. I don't know. What do you think now? Like- uh, no, I'm with you. I think after about 15 frames a second, like back in the day, <laughs> you, you know, there was a there's jump where it becomes so smooth that it's quite hard to notice, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, with, with the Xbox, for instance, I mean, I think my TV is limited slightly, so it's a 4K TV, yeah. but um, it's the, the highest output my TV can do is 60 frames per second. Yeah, that's and what that, but I mean, the, the Xbox is capable of 120 frames per second, yeah. Yeah. and then it's got all the modes where it's like ultra HDR, you know, and I don't even know what they mean. So I think my my TV isn't pushing the Xbox as hard as it can, so the difference for me is a little bit negligible on this current generation of games. Yeah. So, yeah. People swear by like 30 and 60 as well. And I, yeah. I, I tried both modes. I think what I found it is a bit more smoother, just slightly though. Yeah, that, that's all it is, isn't it? Like, there's a, as Rubes will tell you with animation, like if there's 24 frames a second, like it's that same principle, isn't it? Like there's more slides in between a movement, so mm. it just that that's it's just it makes it smoother and less sort of juddery. Yeah. But I well, mean, I, I don't notice it personally. I don't I don't see it with the naked eye. <laughs> this is probably like sort of like there's probably gamers out there who've got like um, master race gamers who've got PCs and they've got their <laughs> yeah. running at like sort of a. Uh, 480 FPS. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, this is just me. I'm, I'm probably getting old. My eyesight's not as good. So there. Yeah, but that's that. So that was a great game. The other free game we got with it, part of PS Plus collection, was a game called Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. play this as well. Yeah. It's a really weird. It's a good game. But it's really weird at the same time. It's, it's, you just go through the jungle eating things. Yeah. So basically. <laughs> You've got to capture bugs, these funny type of bugs, which are like 
half food, half bug. Okay. So you've got one called spider fries. <laughs> no, Friday. Friday it's called. So basically okay. spider with fries for legs. Okay, right. Yeah, so, so you go it, ru it ruins fries for you. Yeah. Yeah, and hell yeah. Basically, it's, like, it's, like, it's a bit like Pokemon where you're capturing, but you've got to work out how to capture each of these bugs. But right. there's a story behind it as well. I'm not going to go into the story. The story is quite like, okay, you know, apparently stories gets really good. But um, you the, the the concept of the game is to basically find out, find how to um, uh, capture each bug. So let me give you an example. There's, um, uh, there's a bug in there. I forgot what it's called now. I think it's a ham. No, there's, there's one called a ham... Um, Hamburger or something or a dog, but some, some I can't remember now. Or, or, or uh, but but some sort of it's like Hot a dog and yeah, it's, 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 it's like a burger mixed with a beetle. Mm, okay. And there's another really shy bug. So what you have to do, the shy bug gets in the bushes and you can't get it out of the bushes. So what you have to do, the, the hamburger one, you have to provoke that one to hit the bush, go <laughs> run at you because it's quite aggressive. And it hits the bush and the other one comes out and you set the trap for it and it and you capture that. The little little puzzles like that. That do you remember the gold puzzle from Broken Sword? Uh, it, it rings a bell, but I can't remember it now. There's a bit in Ireland in Broken Sword where like there's this really annoying puzzle. Not that not that your one sounds annoying, but it was just famously annoying where you had to trigger this chain of events with this goat, <laughs> like to to like you know you had to get the goat to chase into you to butt this thing, which causes this other thing to happen, and it was uh it was long winded, but I mean. It just reminded me of that with the way you were telling that. <laughs> it sounds good, though. Yeah, so that's it. And sort of uh, that's my wrap up for the PlayStation 5. It's been fantastic. The controller in particular has been phenomenal, especially on, on Astrobot. I'm just hoping that other games like sort of pick that up. And I hope that they turn Astrobot into a full blown game. Mm, yeah, so, that would be good. This is about five hours. It's still a big game, five hours. And that's just the normal playthrough. Then you can platinum the game as well. Mm. So, yeah, you know, I want to ask you about um, Astro Astrobot. I mean, don't you have a demo of that on the PlayStation VR? No, there's there was initially there was a demo of it on the PlayStation VR, which is like about thirty minutes. Yeah. Then there was a VR fully blown game, mm. and the fully blown game was supposed to be phenomenal, but I, I think the VR was too much hassle for me. That's why I'm getting rid of it. No, uh, that's totally cool. I just remember playing it. Yours, like, and yeah. I'm sure it's called Astrobot. Yes. It was, yeah. And, and it was brilliant. It didn't, obviously, it had a PlayStation, no, it had uh, the VR controllers, didn't it? So it, it was just like, you controlled it with that. Yeah. But even that was amazing. So it's it's obviously their sort of, uh, their experimental sort of game to try out all these new things they're planning. <laughs> yeah, I think that's become their new new Mario rather than Sackboy. Do you remember before it was like, yes. uh, the name? it was a Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah. Then it was Sackboy for a bit. That was their main, like, platformy, kiddie, you know, uh, 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 mascot, but now mm. Astrobot's definitely the one because they put put the game on there, and they've used they've used it as Nintendo used Mario uh, as Super Mario, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I see that he's the mascot, and, like the flagship character. Exactly. Yeah, uh, all those, and it's it's a great game. I mean, even if you just had it, pretty sure, even if you had just had the PlayStation by itself, and you just bought that, and that that was the game that came built in, I'd be happy. I think I would be as well. That sounds amazing. That sounds exactly like the stuff I love to play as well. Yeah. Like, you can't beat a good platformer. And, you know, with the pad as well, it sounds amazing. I reckon they're going to come out with other games. I mean, I, I don't no, expect I, they wouldn't. I think I think Sony first-party titles would, but, you know, it's up to the, 
to the third party developers whether they want to use that or not. Hopefully, you're right, and, and they all do, but I think uh, you don't know. You don't know, yeah. Anyway, now over to you. Uh, okay, uh, so what have I been playing? So I think uh, Game Pass is again the thing that dominates sort of what I play really, uh, just because there is so much choice on there. And um, for me, one of the big ones was FIFA 20. And I think if you've listened to this podcast before, we, we don't often get the chance to talk about it, but I think Raj and I have always preferred up until this point, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, that series of games. Um, just because I always used to think, I mean, for me, the, the physics in it, in, it's a football sim, obviously, or soccer sim, depending where you're from. But um, it was really realistic, and I loved the way it played in Pro Evo, and it felt great. And even though it didn't have the official licenses, so none of the teams were named correctly, none of the stadiums were correct, you know, the kits were just generic. They weren't the proper kits because it didn't have the proper license like FIFA does. Um, but I could forgive all of that because the gameplay was so good. But... FIFA 20 came along on Game Pass because EA's amalgamated into Game Pass now. So I just thought, you know what? Why not try it? Why not give it a go? And man, I am fully converted now. I'm, I'm done with Pro. <laughs> that is like a massive... Ma- that's probably the biggest U-turn in, in gaming history. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. What a swerve. It just... It ticks every box you want. Like, the physics in FIFA, it used to be clunky, I, I feel. Like, that's why I was always a pro fan. But... Um, the physics and this are great, and I've, I've had so many great games on it just over the last couple of weeks of having it. like It's been brilliant, and I've not found anything in it that has made me think, oh, there we go. Yeah, that's why I used to like Pro. Actually, every bit of it is superior to Pro Evo. Like, and Pro Evo right now feels like stuck in about five years ago. Like The game hasn't moved on from from the game that I remember. From like, I mean, I've got what I've, I'm, on my shelf, I've got Pro Evo 2017. And it's it's the same. Like graphically, it's the same. The physics are the same. There's nothing really that makes you think, yeah, man, that's really exciting. That I want to play it because there's something to get your teeth stuck, you know, to to get stuck into. But FIFA does. FIFA does have that. So it's got the advantage of having the licenses, as I mentioned. So all the teams are there, all the players are there, their faces. Sorry. That does make a difference, the commentary and the whole presentation. It makes a massive difference, doesn't it? It, it really does. It really does. But allied to that is the fact that the physics are so good in it now. Like, the football plays so well, like in FIFA. Mm. Uh, I can't give them enough credit for it because they've outdone Pro at the thing that Pro was good at. You know, um, I mean, like, so FIFA 20. So my mate, uh, he also got it on, on the Xbox as well. He recently got an Xbox Series X. So he downloaded FIFA 20 as well. And we had a couple of games on it. And they were just fantastic games. Like, really, really good, really tight, really exciting. Um, to the point where he bought FIFA 21 for himself. And he gifted me a copy as well. So we've got the latest FIFA. And we've been playing that. Uh, we had a, a series of games on the other day. And it's just it's just brilliant. It's It ticks every box. And I, I never thought I'd see the day where... I would be into FIFA, uh, as, you know, especially you know with their sort of loot box mechanics with like um, yeah. the ultimate team and all that. Like that really puts me off a game. Like I hate stuff like that. But even even despite that, <laughs> I, it's it's my choice of football sim now. So um, I've been really enjoying that, and it is a great game, I have to say. So that's that's FIFA 21 and FIFA 20. Um, still playing Gears 5. I was playing it earlier today with the lads. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, like they've updated it and the update to 
this update to it is actually brilliant. Um, it, it's brought it back into line with what Gears 4 was like, where you could pick a skin for your character, and then you could also pick a class. So you might want to look like this today, but you want to play as this type of player. So previous, I mean, when Gears 5 dropped, when it came out, it didn't have that. If you played as this character and he was this class, or you played as this character and she was that class, so you, you didn't have as much choice. It's a little thing, but it makes such a massive difference. Um, and it feels like it feels like the previous Gears uh, game, really. So that's a really good touch. Um, as well as that, I think they've sort of they've increased the options in it, so you can do the campaign now with loads of different modifiers. So you can make the game more fun. Like you can instead of playing as the two main um, like characters in the game, you can you can swap their skins out for enemy characters. So you can play as one of the enemies. You know, so the story is the same, but the skins are different. You know, so you, you can make it more fun if you want to. Uh, so yeah, Gears Five. It's it's, it's always going to be up there for me, just because most of my mates who I game with on Xbox are sort of Gears players. So there's always a friend, uh, you know, a game invitation coming in for Gears. So it, um, you know, it, you whether or not. Would you Sorry, play, Rich. Would you playing that on the uh, Series X or? Yeah, yeah, on the Series X. So just not point on that, actually. Thank you, Raj. Um, so I downloaded the graphics update for it, um, which is about 70 gig. Uh, I, I don't know how much of that is maybe leaning more towards the campaign, but I didn't notice a massive difference in Horde. Um, it, it, it does look a teensy bit sharper, and you know the, the darks look darker and stuff like that. And But ultimately, it's still the same game that I've been playing all, all, this, all, all year, so it doesn't feel like a massive change. But yeah, I mean that's not a criticism because obviously this is a, you know, respectfully a last gen game, you know. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's to be expected for me. Uh, but but yeah, it's still good. You know, it looks a bit sharper. No Man's Sky as well. That's that's another one that I've been playing, and I think that's another one that's had like an optimization pack released for Series X. So it's got like a uh, different textures and things that sharpen it up but you know one thing i noticed about no man's sky so on the xbox one man that takes an age to load mm -hmm. so you'll start it up and the, the splash screen comes up for hello games and then you pick your file and then okay the game's loading your file and you, like on no man's sky it's like you're traveling through space it's like hyperspace but slowly from star wars mm -hmm. so you're passing through all these stars and all this and you know it takes a while and you start thinking hmm might make a cup of tea. Mm, yeah. Mm. Might, oh, you know, I wonder what's on the news. So you start checking your mobile phone, you have a good read, and then boom, after about five minutes, the game loads. <laughs> but um, on the Xbox Series X, man, I selected my file. I automatically reached for my phone as I always used to, and then whack, I was actually in the game. I was like, oh, okay. So the speed of it is noticeably different, and that, that is the big plus I can see at the moment from the Series X. It's a lot quicker and a lot more powerful. Can I just j jump in as well with that bit? Sort of, of course. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's the bit I missed out of the PlayStation as well. Again, the new PlayStation game, from start to uh, playing, probably three, four seconds. Mm. Wow. So, again, the, 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 the load times are like back to uh, 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 cartridge days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's all I wanted to add. No, it's cool. One thing that does remind me, you know, so the Xbox, it's got this much vaulted um, quick start, resu quick resume feature. Yeah. So the idea is that if you were playing a game yesterday, 
you can obviously turn your Xbox off, you know, go and do what you're doing and come back to it later on. And you don't have to sit through the game's loading screen. Like the Xbox remembers what was loaded and, and keeps it in sort of uh, volatile memory and then just brings it back. Uh, but, and again, this might be an issue because I'm playing old gen games on this console, but it, like it causes crashes and it doesn't seem to load the game properly. So with Gears, for instance, I, um, I did a quick resume. So I came back to the game that I was playing. Uh, but it didn't load the graphics in the middle of the screen properly. So it had all the menu at the front, mm. but it didn't have like the rear layer, which is like, you know, it's normally like a, one of the characters like standing there like with a gun or something, but it didn't have that. So I had to restart the game and let it load properly. I think so, Sam had the same issue. Sam at work, he's got an Xbox Series X. He's, he's got the same issue as well. Whereas like, um, uh, this is something by the way, that the PlayStation doesn't do. Right. The quick resume it does, you know, the quick resume, it's always had that on the PlayStation 4 as well, but yeah, that yeah. one game, whereas the Xbox Series X, you can do, I think, up to 10 games, I think. Yes, that's right, yeah. And you can switch between games just like that. So yeah. uh, Sam said that, that he's been having the same issue, lots of bugs, where he's, mm. he's gone through the game and it's he, he hasn't, he, he saved it, but yet the when he's gone back to it, it's gone back somewhere else, crashed. And, oh, man. So personally, I feel like, obviously with patches and probably also with games designed for this console then that will probably get a bit smoother yeah um it's probably you know it's trying to it's almost like it's having to emulate a little bit these games i imagine but yeah i mean i have to say like the xbox it it doesn't feel like a new console for me at the moment because and again it's not a criticism but they've tried to be so um like this link of continuity between the xbox one and the Series X. So yeah. the menu is all exactly the same. When you when you start this thing up, it's exactly the same layout as the Xbox One. Like, and actually to the point where when you turn it on, it says, you know, would you like to sort of restore your settings and data from your previous Xbox? So you can do that over the same network. So you connect them up to your Wi-Fi or whatever, and then you can use your app on your phone, the Xbox app. So it's really intuitive and it works and it's great because it makes that whole process really easy about transferring your data, your saves, over to the new machine but it does mean that um it, it's like the same <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like a new console in that sense there's no sort of new menu to understand it's all just as it was so it's um you know it, it's a little bit sort of uh how can i say uh un- underwhelming possibly you know, you sort of get this brand new machine. You think, oh man, this this is going to be so cool and exciting. But I, I think it's that thing about just there's no current games for it at the moment. So really, like, I've got it a year earlier than I should do in that sense. So um, one to look forward to, really. Getting that now, like now you still got the new console. So as soon as like sort of a new game comes out for it, you, it's there. Uh, man, definitely, hundred percent. And as I said, I mean earlier, I mean. I didn't anticipate when we did this deal to get this Series X when it dropped. We didn't know about release dates or anything like that. We just assumed that it would probably have something in the lineup. So that wasn't a concern to me at that point. Um, I just went ahead with the deal, thinking, "Yeah, cool. You know, when one comes, when one drops, then I'll be able to get one. It'll be great." So it's by no means a bad thing. It's just that by whatever foible of their release schedule that Microsoft have. Um, it just means that we have to wait a little bit longer for true Series X games to come out, but that that's okay. You know, it's it's all good. Do you know but, when uh, Halo's coming out? Or, uh... No, to, well, to be honest, Brad. I mean, 
don't kill me, but I'm not the biggest Halo fan. I know. <laughs> so like, yeah, I can give, I can give or take that. Like, it's still a new, the, the main sort of new game for for the console. Do you know? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It, you're right. It's the flagship sort of game, but probably I'm not. I'm not even sure if it's one I'd get. To be honest, um, I think it's free with the Game Pass. So you got oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I'll see how much I'll see how much space I've got on the Xbox. <laughs> but like yourself, I've got um, Cyberpunk pre-ordered, so actually that is one that I'm really looking forward to. Just just a heads up on Cyberpunk. Yeah. The, the it, it, it's not got the next gen upgrade yet. That's coming next year. That's next year. Yeah, I'm cool with that. But it's still going to be like a new game, and you know, it's still going to be pretty special. I think graphically, it looks fantastic. Even if it's yeah. even in the old consoles, it looks yeah. amazing. Definitely, it looks in, it looks incredible, and uh, you know, because obviously the Xbox and the PS4, uh, five, sorry, they're still going to be upscaling it a little bit. Yes, just just by virtue of the fact that they've got you know proper 4K broadcasting sort of ability, so it's going to just look a little bit sharper anyway. So you know, it, but it'll be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so just real quick, oh sorry, so, yeah, you, you you go sorry. No, no, go for it. I would say apparently there's a 70 gig um, a day one uh, day one patch for uh, Yeah, that sounds about right. That's part of the course these days, isn't it? Like, yeah. no, no new game drops ready to play. <laughs> 70 gigs a lot is pretty big now. It's huge. That's like a couple of hours of updating. It's massive. But carry on what you're saying, sorry. Uh, just the, the next game that I was playing is Star Renegades. So this is like an old school sort of top-down isometric uh turn-based rpg turn-based uh, yes turn-based proper turn-based is this on game pass by the way or it is it's on game pass that's oh, where i found it i'm intrigued try it Raj, because it's, it's great and actually you know what it reminds me so much of chrono trigger on the snes wow big uh, I, I know honestly but like the layout of it like the setting is like this futuristic time travel time setting and it I, it really, really harks back to Chrono Trigger for me. Like it's, it's really even the graphics are really similar. Like it's a little bit sixteen bit, um, but yeah, I mean the thing that really got it for me was like proper turn-based battles. So, you know, it's what we're so used to from like the SNES and PlayStation era of Japanese RPGs. You know, uh, it, it really ticks that box. So I was really enjoying it. I've only sort of gave it one good session so far, but that's definitely one to go back to. So I'd recommend that. Uh, again, Game Pass, Destiny 2 was on there. Okay. Right. Yep. And, you know, this was great. I really enjoyed it. I, it's, you can tell it's a great game. It's really well made. Um, and I'm coming to it so late now. Obviously, it's been out for years. Yeah. But um, what I found challenging with this was that because it has been out for years, um, you're almost assaulted by all these options when you turn it on. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> I'm like... I'm, I'm, I just want to play the game, you know. I just want to sort of, what do I do next? Who do I speak to for the next mission? But you've got about 20 people who can give you missions all at once. And it's like, well, who are these people? Like, why do I want to speak to this person or that person? What what difference does it make? You know, I don't understand. So I found it really hard to just get a handle on what should I actually be doing next? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, to, to people who've played the game, it's like, ah, oh, it makes total sense because they probably would have come at it at a time where maybe five or six of these characters weren't there because they've come down via updates as the game's progressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously I'm seeing it right at the end of that chain. And um, yeah, it's confusing. And 
but the game itself is great you know um i really enjoyed it it's uh it's really grindy but obviously that's quite enjoyable uh it's this massive sort of world with this really intriguing setting where um actually i might be getting confused yeah i think i am because i also played anthem and they're really similar games <laughs> I, I played destiny 2 i haven't played anthem Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm thinking a little bit of Anthem here because they're so similar in terms of leveling up your character, finding better gear, uh, equipping the better gear, and then being more powerful as a result, and then going back out and doing more missions. But um, Anthem is the one with a really interesting setting, I think, because that's it's... Bioware. Uh, no, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I found it a little bit more approachable because it, although there are tons of updates and, like, characters to speak to and you know people to get missions from and they're all leading you in different directions it wasn't as overwhelming as destiny 2 um it's a little bit more linear and it helps you along and it progresses at a steadier pace which you know some people may not prefer they might prefer to go into the deep end all or nothing whereas i like the story and i want to follow the story and find out what's going on is this anthem or destiny 2 or this is anthem Okay, I, I want to hear a bit more about Anthem now. Well, have you finished with Destiny Two? Or? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, the the point for me was that they were so similar, but Anthem's good. I mean, like because this made my way. That's why like it's coming with a reputation of like mm. have they redeemed themselves? Because I think Anthem got slated quite a bit, didn't it? It did, and I don't understand that really. I mean, I know the game's probably changed through updates yeah. uh, since it's been out, but. My experience of it wasn't bad, but it, you know, I, I I wouldn't have been able to tell you that it was a Bioware game. There was nothing in it that really. That was my question now. That, that, that was my next question. <laughs> there's there's hints at it here and there, but like when you think of games like Mass Effect, which were so heavy on the story and so full of depth and choice, um, this doesn't really have that. It, it's got like, it's got the storytelling's there. You know, you talk to people and there's conversations, um, and the story is intriguing and it's interesting and it's worth checking out, but it doesn't have that sense of choice that, for me, is synonymous with Bioware. Even well, from the like, impression I got of it was uh, like what I've seen of it and played it was that it's a Bioware and EA if they had a love child sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's that, that was the impression I got. So I don't <laughs> know what that, how true that is. Yeah, yeah, probably is. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, I'm trying to trying to just describe to you like I mean, it's a little. It's it's more lightweight. It's like Mass Effect in a sense. Like it's obviously the whole space RPG type thing, but it's not very heavily RPG as well. Um, it's more that sort of grindy mission based type thing where you know, and obviously it's, it, uh, an MMO. That's the best. Sorry, I, I don't know why I'm struggling to come up with a definition for it when one exists. <laughs> But yeah, it's just a grindy MMO, really. But it doesn't have that, like, okay. Look, if I say Mass Effect, you're thinking like big conversations, renegade options in the conversation, paragon options in the conversation. You can, you know, change the course of the game and your character. But this doesn't have that. This this is like, you can you can give responses to the conversation, but they don't change anything. They don't change your character. There's no paragon points to be had. That doesn't unlock certain powers it doesn't have any of that it's more just you just follow along with the story and then you carry on doing the mmo missions you can jump in online with somebody if you want to so that's why i say it didn't really have that stamp of bioware on it for me 
Is it a person? Is it? Uh, is it? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> struggling to remember it now. Because well, that's when you choose the, the the FPS. Yes, that's right. Yeah. You're getting mixed up, aren't you again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're so similar. Honestly, they're so similar. Oh. And I played them at such a sim- like, uh, almost like within like a week of each other. So I'm just like, which one's which? <laughs> but uh, they, they're, they're both great games, though. I'm not knocking either of them. Um, it's just that I found Destiny too hard to get into and Anthem just a bit easier to get into. Yeah. But yeah, they're both great. And obviously they're on Game Pass, so play them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's me and that's what I've been playing. I think Ruby's... Uh... Ruby? Oh, we're finishing off now. Sorry, Ruby, I think she's uh, disappeared somewhere. I think she would let, went to uh, uh, let the dogs out. Oh, okay. Yeah. They want to make quick tinkle. Yeah, tinkle. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's it. So that's our next gen uh, 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 overview and games we've played. Rubes, anything else to say before we? Uh... No, not really. Got a fujakar. No. No. Uh, nothing other than really. Just thank you for listening. And um, if you want to connect with us, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email. Uh, Email, as always, we have to push our email as we always do. But okay. it's the Game Crowd Birmingham or the Game Crowd Beham. If you search for that, we should turn up. I did send an email, no one replied. So. I you got could... it, I actually saw it. You couldn't reply to yourself, yeah. But if, yeah, anyway, guys, so thank you so much <laughs> for listening. And we are, I'm gonna head off to watch the Liverpool match against Wolves, so, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, now, why did the Villa match get postponed? Uh, because Newcastle all have coronavirus. Oh, okay. I didn't know. All right, fair enough. All right. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you, but I'll ask you on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, see you there, guys, and have a <laughs> weekend, and uh, I think this, this is recording on Sunday. It should be out tomorrow. Okay? Bless you all, and peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye, Raj. <laughs> Wait for your bio. Was. Oh, okay. Sorry. Bye, everyone. Anyway, see you later, guys. Bye. <laughs>